Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the morning show is a consistent ratings winner. I don't mean to brag, but we got a lot of listeners. Elvis Duran. It's Elvis Duran and the morning show. Show. You do have a great show, and it's hugely popular. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Wow. I don't know what's going on where you are, but we're waking up in a rainy, soggy day. This That's is wh- not good for my hair. Yeah, it's not good for anyone's hair. <laughs> One of those things. Walked in, my umbrella, of course, went inside out. <laughs> Watching that happen though. Umbrellas are so funny. I mean, you actually have to open this thing that goes above your head to protect you from the rain. It really, at the end of the day, it's just water. <laughs> and it's not like I'm trying to like save my quaff. You know what As I'm a person with a quaff, I try to save it. I don't know. <laughs> well, anyway, good morning and welcome to the day. It is Thursday, February 6th. Danielle is with Froggy in Jacksonville. How's that going for you guys? It's going well. It's beautiful here this morning, but we're getting that weather tonight. Good. The weather's going to be here. Good. I don't want anyone to be unscathed. <laughs> oh, thank you. Good morning, Gandhi. Good morning. Danielle is here, like I said, and she's scary, and there's... Hi. There's scary. <laughs> I've already been yelling at scary. I... There's producer Sam. All right, since we need an umbrella, I have an idea. Let's play... Yes. Umbrella. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Rihanna. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Love it. I wish I was playing a song about sunshine. Uh-huh. Take three. Oh, Jay Z on there. No clouds in my stones. Let it rain. I hide your plane in the bank. Coming down like a Dow Jones. When the clouds come between us, I'm gonna let the rain pour. I'll be all you need and more. When the sun shines, we shine together. Told you I'll be here forever. We're all under our umbrellas, eh? Great to hear some Rihanna. And I need that new album. I need it now. Make it happen, Riri. I'm tired of waiting for that album. Me too. Come on, Fenty. I just love her. Hey, uh, everyone say good morning to Rachel. Morning, Rachel. Morning. Rachel, Hi. tell everyone what you're doing. You got a big day ahead of you, right? Yeah. So right now I'm in the parking lot waiting to go into a 12-hour clinical day for nursing school. Wow. And it's rainy and dreary out and still dark and I'm not... Exactly excited, but yeah. it'll be a long day, but it'll be good. Yeah, 12 hour clinical. Now, what does that mean for all of us who don't know so, what that means? I am still in nursing school, and I basically go in and go on the floor with nurses and learn how to be a nurse, basically. Oh. You know, oh, that's different cool. than the classroom. So, well, look, you, you nurses, it's so important. What you do is, gosh, you, you keep us alive. You keep us sane while we're, you know, tied up to tubes and machines, and you keep the doc, yeah. you keep the doctors elevated because you know they're out of their minds. So let's hear it for the nurses. Yeah, nurses. Yeah. Seriously. So <laughs> thank you, know, you guys. Thank God you're doing what you're doing today, Rachel. You are the first caller of the day, and here comes an Elvis Duran Morning Show shirt. It's coming your way. Thank you guys so much. Do you mind ruining it for me? Oh, we're going to ruin it. I got bad news. This thing is coming tattered and torn. No, I cannot wait. Well, hold on one second. Hey, whatever you're doing today, don't forget, it's important. Make sure you understand that whatever you're doing today, you may think it's insignificant. Like some days I think what we do is like, what are we doing? 
I think it's important. <laughs> I think it is too. I really do. Let's go around the room. We'll start in a room in Jacksonville, Florida with Danielle. Hey, Danielle, what's on your mind today? Good morning. So I've already had to apologize to my mom, I don't know how many times, for Froggy's mouth. Oh, no. And so has Lisa. So every time he says something rude, we both go, yeah, that's going to happen this weekend. We're sorry. Oh, no. And my mom, yeah, my mom just laughs. She laughs it off, but it's just so funny because he just says the most inappropriate Well, thing. I forget. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Do you want it any other way? I mean. I, no, it, he wouldn't be Froggy, so I love him. I know. Mom, that's, yeah, you know. That's Froggy on a cracker. You know <laughs> it saying? totally is. Well, Froggy, what's up with you? You know what? I think dogs seriously know what's going on in human lives. So yeah. my dogs generally do not immediately take to anyone. They are standoffish. They have to get to know you. Last night, Danielle's mother walks into my house after everything she's been through. We've had a long conversation. We walk in, both animals on top of her, oh my God. both of them, letting her just love all over both of them. Dogs just sense what's going on, yeah. and it is so awesome. I'm trying to talk Danielle into getting a dog. And she's, no! Yeah, yeah, can't, yeah, uh-uh. yeah, yeah. Now, you cats. will. I will Only win cats. this. I will win this. Uh, Gandhi, <laughs> what's up with you? All right. I watched something on Netflix yesterday, and I cannot stop thinking about it. I'm still in the middle of it. It's called The Pharmacist. I saw the previews because you told me to watch it. It's amazing. I can't really talk too much about it without giving away a lot of the plot twists, but it's fascinating. It has to do with a murder and the opioid epidemic, and I think everybody will just watch it with their jaw dry. It's oh, there's amazing. a third thing, too. It's murder, opioid epidemic, and it's in New Orleans. Uh-huh. Oh, so the so accents are awesome. <laughs> so you know you have all that going for you. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was up late. Oh, my God. I went to bed at 1245 watching The Stranger on Netflix. Oh, my. You know, I typically uh, I typically have to watch an entire episode. I ended in the middle of an episode last night because I knew if I got to the end of it, I'd have to watch the next one. Mm-hmm. But The Stranger, I'm telling you, it's so well written, so well acted. It's unbelievable. How many seasons of that is there? Uh, I think this is it. I think. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to binge it this weekend. Well, yeah, you will binge it. You will love it. it. I mean, we're looking that up for you, Danielle. Danielle, okay. stop asking questions. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, let's get, in, let's get into Don't ask any questions because I don't know. I was up late. Don't have answers. Let's get, in, <laughs> let's get into um, horoscopes. Who do you want to do them with? I'd love to do them with Gandhi. Okay, let's Thank go. Thank you, Sam. Happy birthday. If you celebrate today, you celebrate with Tanache. Capricorn, communication and clarification are key to your relationship, so be sure to set boundaries and be honest. Your day is an eight. Aquarius, you need a moment to withdraw and isolate yourself, and this is okay. It's important for your health to take some time off. Your day's a 10. Pisces, it's important to surround yourself with optimistic people. Let your playful side out. Your day is a seven. Aries, step away from technology and tap into your creativity by immersing yourself with the outdoors. Your day's a nine. Taurus, issues that have been brought up to you require a rational approach. So take time to really think about your resolution. Your day is a 10. Gemini, now's the time to take action with your financial independence. Use this as an opportunity to plan for your future. Your day's a seven. Cancer, you cherish your relationships but are not willing to compromise your values. So focus on satisfying your personal needs and your desires. Your day is an eight. Leo, group activities and moving your body will help you make mindful decisions. So get involved. Your day's a nine. Virgo, don't let your desire to satisfy others trump your own happiness. Examine your aspirations with close friends. Your day is a seven. Ooh, Libra, a skill you've had since childhood will come alive in your professional life. Be creative. Sightseeing for inspiration will go a long way. Your day's a 10. Scorpio, new projects will take you to unimaginable heights. Make a plan right down your goals and get rid of old things. Your day is an eight. And Sagittarius, feeling confident will manifest success. Your day is a nine, and those are your Thursday morning horoscopes. 
All right, let's get rolling into uh, the three things we need to know. So much. How can you fit them all in? There's I so many things we need to know. really had to whittle it down. There is a lot. Okay. President Trump plans to make a statement today about his Senate impeachment acquittal. He was acquitted on charges of abuse of power and obstruction of Congress in relation to the Ukraine scandal. Mitt Romney was the only Republican who voted guilty after accusing Trump of committing a flagrant assault on fundamental values and an appalling abuse of public trust. A New York City Barnes and Noble catching some heat over what they tried to do for Black History Month. So I don't know if you guys saw any of these covers, but they took a lot of old classics like Romeo and Juliet, Peter Pan, Alice in Wonderland, Wonderful Wizard of Oz, and they replaced the characters with characters with darker skin. People are now outraged saying, no, you shouldn't have done that. Those were white authors who wrote white characters. You should have replaced it with African-American characters instead. So Barnes and Noble is trying to figure out what to do with it now. And finally, a guy in Ontario, Canada, was going through a divorce, and about a million dollars went missing. So he told the judge, he set it on fire because he just didn't want to give it to his wife, so he would rather burn it. The oh, ju- <laughs> oh, my <Wow>. God. One <laughs> million dollars. The judge says, I don't really believe you, so this guy's got 30 days in jail to, quote, rethink what actually happened to the money, and he is standing by the fact that, no, I burned it. <laughs> wow. Hey, next time you want to burn some cash, can you give me a buzz? Exactly. All right, it's it's a day. It's a Thursday. You guys ready for your Thursday? Oh, yeah. All right. Hi. Well, hello. Hey guys, it's Froggy. We all know bedtime can be a battle for both you and your kids. For instance, my son used to struggle to fall asleep. Well, fortunately, we discovered Vicks Pure Z's Kids Melatonin Gummies to help him fall asleep naturally. Find Pure Z's Kids in stores near you. All right, so with Danielle in Jacksonville with Scary, I mean with, with Froggy, yeah. Well, I'm trying to use this 8,000-year-old laptop to Skype with her so she can see my facial expressions. That thing is huge. I beg your pardon? Is my fly down? <laughs> yes, I can see it from here. All right, yeah, put it there. We're going to move it over here. Wait, is that I can't okay? see your beautiful face now. How about that? Okay, now. Yeah, yeah, move uh, it down a little bit. Uh, yeah, right there, there right there. Right there. Hi. Hi. Right, okay, stop. Oh, oh Nate, that's too far. Nate, you know what? That's too far. Now I only see his mouth. <laughs> Okay, don't okay, that. That's good. I like that. Nate, h- how come you're running late today, straight Nate? Oh, very rainy out there. A lot of uh, water in the roadways, flooded roadways, as I heard on the traffic report. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. So, hey, could you move the camera a little to the left? Because then I don't get to see scary. That would be oh. nice. What? Wait, you don't want to see me? <laughs> you do sound weird. I don't like the way I'm you kidding. sound. I don't sound like me. No, you sound like you, but it's just muffled. I don't like yeah. the sound of their microphones there. It doesn't sound thick and rich. Oh, yeah, because yeah. that's what I sound like. <laughs> thick and as, rich. Every, as you know, she's thick and rich. Yeah. Thick and rich. Is that a, aren't they a country band? That's a country yeah, duo, country yeah. Artist. That's thick big and, and rich. Big and rich. <laughs> big and, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I didn't fall on my ass on the uh, catwalk. Good. At, during the, uh, the blue jacket uh, uh, runway show last night. Yeah. Did you sh- did you sashay or did you shantay? I just walked and I didn't look good. Oh. I-, I saw a video of me walking. I did post a picture on my Instagram. You can see. Well, I want to see. Anyway, thank you to Brooks Brothers and our friend. Look, let me tell you, they 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 got me all dressed up. But some of the, the guys came wearing like bath mats and stuff. I mean, like fun <laughs> stuff. And I was dressed, you know, more conservatively. Hmm. You know. Oh, as- you look so handsome. I it- yeah, I thought you looked great. Mm. I'm glad. I th- I'm glad you weren't having to wear a bath mat. 
You deserve better than that. <laughs> anyway, it was a lot of fun. We, we, and, you know, it was all about prostate cancer and men's health awareness. And uh, it was the people that were there were great. Mike Woods, you know, from Fox 5 was there. Yeah. You know, yesterday was... National Weather Persons Day. Oh. oh. I didn't know that. But it's over now, so let it go. <laughs> what was the highlight of your fashion show? Uh, leaving. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. No, 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 no. Everyone was so nice. It was a beautiful event. But I just, I'm so awkward walking in a fashion show. That's just not my, my wheelhouse, well. as they say. I think Did they let awesome. you keep the outfit? Yes. Oh, oh really? That's yeah. Not, they well, they don't when, usually do that. Tell you what, when I'm a 65-year-old senator, I'll put it on again. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, no, my it's, gosh. it was great. It was good. It, it's just nice people, just really sweet people. It was it was great. So, uh, yeah, check it out on Instagram. I look like a tool. No, it's a good photo. You're doing the point, too, where I mean, you're hey. like, no, you. You. Everyone in the audience was so nice. They, they were very accepting of my... My my attempt at being a, you know who was there? Carol Alt, the uh, model. She was beautiful. She was there. Yeah, look her up. Okay. Anyway, did you take off the jacket and drag it down the runway? I did not. I did not do the jacket. Ah, right. Next time. <laughs> Jesse Palmer. Oh, he's hot. Yeah, he was there. There were, there, were, there were a lot of hot people there. And then there's he's a me. nice guy. And then there's me. Oh, yes, <laughs> right stop. Schlubbing down the runway. Yeah, right. Hi. <laughs> anyway, let's get into our feel goods. Obviously, I need to be picked up. I got you, baby. <laughs> All right, Producer Sam, what do you have today? All right, this was a very short and sweet submission from Valentina Aragundi about her husband, Lorenzo. So he's a working artist, and money is often super tight for them. But Lorenzo was determined to sell a few of his pieces quickly because he had a very special date night planned. And it wasn't with his wife, but it was with his wife's grandmother. So the anniversary of her losing her daughter to cancer was coming up, and Lorenzo wanted to pool together whatever money he could to keep her spirits up. And he did it, he made the sale, and he took this grandmother out in time. And the cutest part, grandma only speaks Spanish. Lorenzo only speaks English. Aww. And it doesn't matter because love is a universal language. So I think that was so adorable. Valentina, you got yourself a gem. And if you have a story that deserves to be featured, email me, sam at elvisdurand.com, subject line, feel good. So Danielle hopped on a plane with her mom and flew down to Jacksonville to spend some time with Froggy, his wife Lisa, and the yep. dogs. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm assuming a, a mall is in your future today? Uh, yes, we actually have a lot of shopping to do, and we're yes. going to go visiting different <laughs> different places. Good for you. <laughs> you can hear Froggy's fists clenching right yes. now. Yep. Hey, yes. but the Jacksonville economy is going to just thrive yes. today. Uh, uh, Daniel's first report uh, coming up. What do you have coming up, Danielle? Uh, we have a new JJ scented candle and perfume on the way. Well, Who is it by? I'll well, tell you. Why next. is there a rash of JJ scented candles? Oh. And, Apparently, uh, it's the new thing. Is I it okay know. to use the word rash? No. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. That's on the way. Miss part of today's show, Elvis Duran on demand. Who is your guy? Friggin' daddy. Every show posted every day. Search Elvis Duran on demand. Only on the iHeartRadio app, Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Taco Bell's at it again. They've got their uh, nacho fries back there, but you know they're going to go away. So you need to get on in there and try them. Every time you talk about it at this time in the morning, all I want is nacho fries. Oh, uh, nacho fries. You know what? Uh, they have a new trailer that they produced called Supply and Demand. Starring two friends who start an underground market for nacho fries. Okay, it's it's working. We're coming in, Taco Bell. Hope you're happy. <laughs> Mexican spices on fries with nacho cheese on the side. I love a good dipping. Oh no, yeah. Who doesn't like a good dipping? Sauce is the best food group. Taco Bell's nacho. It's true. Yeah. Taco Bell's nacho fries are back for a limited time. <laughs> Elvis Duran in the morning show. 
Danielle's first report live from her Jacksonville studios. Hello. We're gonna I'm go. taking over over here. Yeah. Do you like? <laughs> is it a nice place where Froggy works? Um. Okay. It's like a. I, I have to say, there's nobody here ever. It's like nobody's employed at this place except for Froggy. Well, it's you know, it's the middle of the night. Right. Yeah. It is the middle of the night here. Let's say good morning to Becca. Hi, Becca. What's going on? Good morning. Well, good morning. What's uh, what's going on with you? Where are you, by the way? Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, bad phone coverage. Oh, wherever she's in you are, outer space. No, say it again. Where are you? Where are you calling from? Newport News. Oh, Newport News. Oh, of course. So, what's going on in Newport <laughs> News? Okay. Uh, not much. Just like where you start. Oh, I, I can't understand her. Oh wait, Becca, are you calling because you're going to come out to Barnes and Noble tomorrow night and say hi? Yes, I am. Oh, oh, cool. I read your, was that your text message? It says, I can't wait to meet you tomorrow night. I hope I don't say something stupid. You didn't say that, did you? Uh, <laughs> no, I really did. Oh, no. What, what could you possibly say that's more stupid than what I'm saying? Uh, there's plenty of options. Oh. oh. Well, okay, who are you bringing to a Barnes & Noble with you? Uh, we'll be in Richmond, by the way. I'm hoping to meet up with my friend, Samantha, uh, who said she was going to be up there as well. Hey, you know what I love, Becca, about these uh, book signing things I do? Every once in a while, girlfriends get together to come out to these things, and they get together and have a cocktail or two, and then they roll over. It (laughs) It makes the night kind of interesting. So feel free. Either have cocktails before or after, but we'll see you at the Barnes & Noble tomorrow night. And believe me, whatever you say, it's not going to be stupid at all. I'm so looking forward to saying hello. I cannot wait. Oh, Becca. Have you read the book yet? I have. I love it. See, a lot of people who read it love it. How come we don't sell more? I think you've been selling a lot. Let's sell more. (laughs) Oh, okay. Come on. I mean, your husband doesn't really like it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Obviously, he has bad taste. Look who he he married. Oh, stop. Becca, we'll see you tomorrow. Come on in, and I, I can't wait to say hi and take a picture with you. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. We'll see you Aww. then. Yeah, tomorrow I'm flying into Richmond. Can't wait. How do you know what to say to each person? Like, when you meet all these people, like, how do you find something to say to everyone? You just say hi. Like, how you yeah. doing? I mean, uh, everyone just wants to say hi and take a picture. And the people who've read the book really do like it a lot. I'm still surprised at that. Like, what's up with that? <laughs> but it's a good book. Is it? I mean, it's... Yes, I loved it. But see, I loved it because I relived a lot of memories reading it. Because I've been there for all that stuff. So right. it was so cool. It's like, oh my gosh, I forgot that. Or you know what I mean? I were thought it was awesome. Do you did you actually feel like you were in the hotel room when I was clinching uh Alex's private parts when he was trying to pee all over the walls? A hundred percent. Yeah, I, I took you there. <laughs> Spoiler you alert. Did. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's get into Danielle's first report of the day. She does sound different because she's uh, in Froggy Studio in Jacksonville. Yes. Uh, Let's see what you got going on. What's up? All right, so Kirk Douglas passed away yesterday. He was 103. I didn't realize he was Mm -hmm. that old. He was one of the last surviving members of Hollywood's Golden Age. You know his son is Michael Douglas. Um, He died peacefully at home. He was surrounded by his children, his grandchildren, his wife of 65 years. Mm -hmm. Did you guys know that he had survived a severe stroke and a helicopter crash over the years? Did Uh, not know that. Helicopter crash? Yes, and he wrote 12 books in his time. Wow. So, yeah, pretty interesting. Um, So, you guys know Josh Brolin is the Thanos, and he's been doing crazy things recently. Well... He posted this really beautiful, sexy picture of his wife on on social. 
So somebody took to it and said, why are you showing your wife's body off on the internet? It's not good. God wants you to cover her body and not expose it. So Josh goes back at them and says, hey, I just spoke to God and God asked me to please ask you to shut the bleep up and go take a shower. (laughs) So, yeah. Work (laughs) Adam and Eve naked. They they were. They had those little fig leaves or whatever going on. That was it. Uh, Vanessa Bryant posted a picture and a bunch of videos yesterday. Um, They went and retired um, her daughter Gianna's school uh, number at school. Um, And it was just beautiful, all the videos of all the kids talking and stuff like that. So if you get a chance, you definitely want to check that out. Uh, Last night was The Masked Singer. And we found out who the llama was. I can't believe people thought I was the llama. Yes, you... (laughs) That's you were not the thing. llama. It's funny though, because a lot of the, the judges on the on the panel, like Nicole Scherzinger and Robin Thicke, they were they were guessing like Woody Harrelson and Kelsey Grammer and Adam Carolla, Johnny Knoxville. It wasn't. I'm not gonna tell you who it was because right. I don't want to ruin oh, it. Oh, I have some sound here. What's this? I think it's oh. llama singing. It's not Sounds a little like me. Yeah. Was it me? <laughs> no, it was, wasn't you. wasn't you. Uh, Justin and Haley Bieber have a no phones uh, in bed rule because they she likes to read in bed, and they're like, unless it's absolutely necessary, like an emergency or something like that, we do not have the phone in the bed. Uh, also, so you guys know Gwyneth Paltrow came out with that... Um, you know, private parts, scented candle, The JJ right? scented candle. Yes, and you know that it's sold out, right? Right. So Erica Badu, who I don't talk about a lot, she is now coming out with a perfume that smells like her JJ. Oh, my God. And apparently she says that, look, apparently her JJ is like magic or something because, you know, a lot of guys have loved her over the years and it puts a spell on them. So uh, she actually did. Daniel, Daniel, really? <laughs> this is what she said. I'm just telling you what I'm reading. And she Honestly, took pairs of her underwear and like cut them up and stuff like that. No, I'm God, please no. Go, go Google this if Erica, you get a chance. Erica, but don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love if, her. I expect more. If you get a chance, uh, Google Erica Badu uh, perfume with JJ. I would love to have out. her stacked hair. <laughs> anyway, back to you. Go. Okay, back to me. Uh, let's talk about the series premiere of uh, Katie Keene tonight. That is a spinoff of Riverdale. Lucy Hale is starring in that. You also have The Grey's Anatomy, a million little things. But a lot of us are watching things on Netflix, like The Pharmacist, The Stranger, McMillions. So you may want to take to Netflix tonight. Next hour, we got to talk about Matthew Perry. Hmm, he was teasing some big news, and people are wondering if it's a friend's reunion. Huh. All right. Hey, by the way, uh, Froggy, can you get an engineer in there? Daniel's microphone's awful. Okay, yeah. Okay, thank you. Because you sound great. Yeah. God, you know, yeah. Daniel, how come you can't sound more like Froggy? I can, le- I can let her use my mic for now. I don't like your mic. Put it back in well, your I know, but, but you sound like you're talking in a tin can. Uh, it does? It's like, hey, Daniel, how are you doing? Oh, doing great. How are you? <laughs> I sound like Charlie Brown's teacher. <laughs> 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 Yeah, people are complaining. It's like, you know, we have to tell everyone every three seconds, Danielle's not in New York. She's in Jacksonville. I'm sorry. What? Well, no, don't, don't be sorry. Just stop sounding like... <laughs> <laughs> hey, so if, if not your vajayjay, what body scent would you bottle? Oh. I would do my fingers. I'll tell you why. Because I had Indian food last night. I smell oh. like curry. Oh, what about you? What would you, Nate, what would you bottle? Well, no, I couldn't bottle anything because you say I smell like onions. Now, you have that, that musky man smell. Do I smell, smell like yeah. onions today? I don't, no, I don't, I don't, don't want to sniff I you. smell really good today. What would you do, Gandhi? I would go with my hair, I think. <gasps> I love the smell of freshly yeah. washed 
women's hair. Yes. And then when you put a little product in it, some of it smells so good. Right. I like that. Daniel, what about you? You're for yeah, JJ? I'm with her. What? No, no, I would do my hair. I'm the same, <laughs> same thing. Keeping the vajayjay where it is. Thank you very much. Scary. I'm thinking garlic breath. I'm thinking belly button. Oh, you're thinking oh, what? God, belly no. Oh, so gross. <laughs> belly button. Your belly button smells like cheese. <laughs> I don't think there's any natural body part that really smells great. No. On no. its own. I don't think we like emit nice odors. I don't know. I've never sniffed one, but I've heard like like babies feet smell good or something like that. Everyone really? talks about that and I've sniffed a couple babies and I don't get it. I don't know. I've, I've seen parents like, oh, I could just eat you up and, blah, 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 and they're like eating their feet. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will tell you if I want to kill someone, I know what to bottle. My brother, oh my gosh, he's got like Frito toes. His feet smell so bad. Even my sister-in-law is like, your brother's feet are killing me. Frito toes. Frito toes. I would, yeah. So I'd bottle my brother's feet to kill someone. <laughs> Alex's feet smell like uh, like vinegar one day. I'm like, ugh. Oh. How does that happen? I don't know. I was like, what are you going to do, make a salad with your feet? Do you know that when my kid's breath smells like marijuana, I know they're getting a cold? Really? Maybe they're just smoking pot. <laughs> no, they're not. I hope at 10 years old he's not smoking pot. <laughs> Please. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Yeah. Interesting. Do you have any I Khalid? I want to hear some Khalid. You want to hear that? You want to hear a little Khalid? Oh, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the day. Is it Friday yet? No. Close. I smell Friday. Either that or it's marijuana breath. <laughs> Daniel's kids.
lead. Remember the time we met him? I think it was the iHeart Music Awards in L.A. He had a friend with him, and they were so toked up. Oh, really? <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were messed up. And oh. they were laughing. I was trying to interview them. They're like, ha, ha, ha. I love that. <laughs> I mean, he sings about how his car smells like weed. Yep, I know. He's I know. very straightforward with they're, it. They're, uh, anyway, that's a yeah. new song called Know Your Worth. Hey, um, oh, people are texting in what body part of theirs they would bottle. Oh, dear God. I don't get it. Like, who the hell bottles their underboob smell? That's Bull. disgusting. Uh, well, her name is Stella. We're going to meet her Ooh. now. Stella. Stella, <laughs> you, you really want to bottle your underboob smell? You, you like that? Stella? Absolutely. Yeah, so... Absolutely. I, you know, I don't really know what underboob smell smells like. What it smells is, like sweaty cheese I'm, sweat. Why don't you let her answer that? <laughs> no, it, this no, is her no, scent. No, it does It actually smells amazing. And best part is, if I'm having a hot flash, it's like a, a free aroma. I literally... It, no, it smells good, I'm telling you. You know what? I bet everyone I guess, has. I'm, everyone I'm, smells differently, Danielle. Not yeah, everyone, I guess. Not everyone smells like cheese. Maybe I need more showers. <laughs> I don't know. All right, Stella. Perhaps, perhaps. Can't wait to light up your underboob sweat candle. Oh, oh God, no. I'm thinking about <laughs> bottling it now. Why not? Bottle it. Bottle it. Because it's icky. Let's go talk to Tara. Hi, Tara. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Doing well. What body part would you want uh, in your scented candle? My husband's <laughs> armpit. Like, he puts on the deodorant. When he puts on deodorant, it is, like, the best smell in the world. Oh, you love that. I lay down. Huh? Go ahead, you lay down. I'm with you. Oh, I lay my head down, you know, like on his chest, and it is the best smell no matter what time of day it is. It's the, it's the best smell. Look at this. He doesn't wear cologne during the week because of work, and so it's just the best smell. You know, there's something wow. about uh, deodorant. When you put it on, when your body heats up, it gives it your own personalized yep. aroma. Look, everyone yeah. in the room is lifting their arms and sniffing their armpits right now. Tara, because of you. Right, because the, deod- the deodorant itself doesn't smell oh, the smell same. Smell he puts it on. Hold on, Nate, smell my underarm. How, how Ooh, you smell very fresh today. Well, here, light, here, put your head on my chest. Can I light your armpit? Please do. Tara, thanks for listening to us. Tell your husband's armpit. We said, yo, what's up? <laughs> All right, let's change the topic. This is sick. This is, this is Ariana Grande. Hey, what's up? It's Halsey. What's up, guys? I'm Khalid. With Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and The Morning Show. Hey, it's Nate, and did you know that staying on prescriptions tends to make you healthier? So when you're sick, injured, or worst of all, aren't allowed to drive by your doctor, you should know that CVS can deliver your prescription to your home. Visit cvs.com delivery for more info, and treat yourself well at CVS. I really truly think I have proof now that I do have an addictive personality. Oh, okay. Okay. What is it? Netflix. <laughs> yeah, if that's the case, I think we're all addicts. Okay, yeah. so I'm watching The Stranger, and I'm uh, it's an it's eight episodes, and last night uh, it was 12:40, and I'm in the middle of episode seven, and I knew that if and I said this earlier, I knew if I got to the end and it said next episode starting in three seconds, two seconds, I knew I would have to stay with it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't have the power to say no. Okay. I don't think it's our fault. I think it's it's all <clears throat> Netflix's fault because they know as soon as that you see that little three second thing, you're sucked in. I, I know. They know. Well, it's not a fault thing. I just, I, you know, no. I, you should be able to say, I choose not to watch another episode. Right. Yeah. I can't. And you know they say it's like it's a problem if it affects your life negatively. And it is. binge watching definitely does. Well, I'm dead today. I mean, I'm, I'm look at me. I'm out of it. 
Have you ever fallen asleep while you're watching one of your shows because you couldn't walk away from it, and then you wake up at a really dramatic scene that ruins it for you, then ruins your sleep, and it's just a horrible Gotta be honest, rarely. Oh. I stay up. Oh, no, I've woken up to, like, murder scenes. I'm like, wait, when? Why? Oh, no. I was texting with Dr. Oz, like, at 11-something last night. He said, shouldn't you be asleep? I said, no, (laughs) can't. (laughs) Binge-watching. Here's the saddest part. The saddest part is you didn't party hard, and, like, you have, like... Why do you sound like that? Wow, you must have gone out, partied all night. Yeah. No, I was watching Netflix. Yeah, I was sitting there in my curlers <laughs> in my house coat <laughs> watching uh, The Stranger. It really is just a well-written. This thing is just incredible. And I, like I said yesterday, I, I wish Daniel's husband, uh, Sheldon, was there with me. Oh, because you need a translator? Yeah, oh. because their British accents, some of them get so deep, I'm like, I don't understand mm-hmm. what they're saying. I do it all the time. I have to ask him, what the hell did he just say? And he goes, oh, he said this. I'm like, oh. So I get a text from uh, Gandhi. By the way, she's dangerous too, Danielle. Because yes. Gandhi says, oh, I'm watching a show on Netflix. you got to see this. I'm like, yes. oh, damn it. So I now know. I have like 15 shows like in line. Ready I, to go. Horrible. I think I personally texted like 10 people yesterday and said, oh my God, The Pharmacist, you have to watch it. It's oh. fascinating. And it's a docuseries, which is like kind of my jam. Nate, I think you would love it. It involves Nate. a lot of stuff that we're all into. There's murder, the opioid epidemic, great accents from Louisiana. Like it. Yeah. I started McMillions last <laughs> night on HBO, but it's oh. it's great because there's only one episode so far, so I couldn't get sucked into the black hole of watching all night. Right. Oh. But so fascinating. You know the McDonald's Monopoly game we all played? Yeah. Yeah. I, like, people were stealing the prizes. Oh, yeah, they, this was a big scandal for a long time. It was, it was um, like... The, the, so it's really interesting. It's so interesting, and the FBI agent that's investigating is hilarious. All right, well, don't tell me anymore. <laughs> la, 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 la. Okay. Uh, and I am loving Jessica Simpson's new book. Thank you very much. Are Tom. you doing that on Audible? <laughs> I am doing it on Audible, yeah. I actually have the hard copy. I got both. But I haven't even opened the box that came from Amazon. I know what's in it because I have it on Audible. So I'm just like, eh, I'm just going to listen way, to it. On behalf of authors, thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you buy the Audible and the book? I bought both, yes. And, but don't forget, there's going to be a paperback next n- next year. Well, I'll have to do that too. Mine's coming out in November. So oh, excited. Cool. Another surge. Yay. Woo-hoo. Bring it on. And by the way, I don't even know how that works. They told me that uh, they gave me the number of books I've sold. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I, don't, I haven't really seen any money. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh. So obviously, I haven't sold enough. Oh. So I got to sell. Oh. More. I got to sell more. We might need to investigate. this. Yeah, please. You I don't, should still sell more. Though. I don't know how that works. Yeah. Some people. I think, think you should put something in the paperback so that if we've already read the hardcover, we want to buy the paperback. Like, there's got to be an incentive to buy another copy. Like extra added chapters? Okay. Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> or like a golden ticket for something. Yeah. I don't know what. Someone <laughs> had that idea. We decided not to do that. Oh. Hey, wait, what's up, Scary? Well, I'm sitting here eating this orange and I just had this random thought. What's that? We are being scammed at the grocery store by the orange industry and because you pay by the pound. And I'm peeling off the orange, I'm peeling, I'm peeling, and I realize the skin weighs more than the edible part of the orange. You do have a lot of skin. Was, that, was, is, that is an uncut orange right there. See how thick that skin was? Look at that thick skin orange. So I'm sitting here, I'm like, I paid like $2 a pound for these. I'm like, over a... Over a, a, a you know there's a lot of fiber in that skin that you're throwing away. You should be eating you know that. Yeah, you can use the skin, though. You eat the peel? People could use it for like drinks and stuff. They'll have like zest of orange. No, the, the stuff in the middle, the membrane in the in the inside. Yeah, see the brain. The oh, that's what you don't the, like. No, this is the best part. Eat huh. that. I'm talking about the. Uh, yes, uh, Scotty B. Not to call you out, but oranges are generally <laughs> sold by the piece, not by the pound. Oh. That's that's one fruit that is sold by by uh, volume. Like like three not by for weight. a dollar or something. Yes. Like that. Nope. 
In most stores, uh, yes. All right. Well, okay. let's, sorry. Is this go. really the form where we're going to have the big, great orange is sold in <laughs> debate? Well, I got scammed then. All right. Well, you know what? Let's bring that up on oh your uh, your Brooklyn Boys podcast. Oh, oh, yeah, just do it. Just do that on your podcast. I don't. I don't want to hear. What do you? Uh, what, what do you want? I didn't want anything. You're pointing at something. It's a straight name. You're you're like. Oh, no, I was touching my screen. Oh, you're like, it looks like you're pointing. <laughs> anyway, uh, what do you want to get into? Do you want to talk about uh, Valentine's Day? Yes, please. It's on a Friday this year. Uh-huh. And I, as I have been reminding you, you need to get these reservations made mm-hmm. for either your Friday or you, some may choose to do a Saturday night out. It might be too late, Elvis. I mean, it's like next week. Yeah, I got to work on that. Yeah. Oh, oh now, now Froggy's microphone sounds different. Oh, because he's on my microphone and he gave me his microphone. Well, let me hear you talk, Frog. Hello. Well, I think you sound good on that microphone. Right. Okay, that's fine. So anyway. I can stay on this one, yeah. yeah. But I've got to work on Valentine's Day, and I usually don't do it until like a week before. Yeah, no, it's you need to get that done. Before. But, you know, there was a survey that came out, I believe, yesterday asking couples, like, what do you really want to do on Valentine's Day? And 20% said sweatpants and pizza. Oh, that oh, would be amazing. I love that. That yes. sounds great. I'm down mm-hmm. for that. And Netflix. Can we do like a binge watch of Netflix? That would be awesome, too. Mm. Yeah. I was looking at uh, Gandhi's Insta story. Nine days until you find out if you're the main chick or the side chick. Yep. Y'all going out Friday or Saturday? Which day is it? You're going to know. Well, what, what, what's the difference? Well, because people take their main out on Valentine's Day. Which so is Friday. Friday. Yeah. yeah. And then sometimes the side piece gets the next day. Then well, I guess I'm the side piece. Oh, Danielle, you might be. <laughs> we should talk to Sheldon. <laughs> I thought it was like the night before. Like yeah, Thursday. that's Valentine's It yeah, could be either, any time around it. Right. It goes either way. But yeah, Valentine's Day proper is for the one that you actually really care about. I just want a little box of candy, that cheap Russell Stover's or whatever it is. Yeah. Oh. That's all I want. How, what's your favorite one? Like, I have to have the caramel one. Like, I can't give it to anybody else. I have to have that. You piece. can have mine. Caramel okay. just sticks in my teeth. I'm not in it. Oh, that. I love, I love it. it. And what exactly is a nougat? What, what is it? I think there's a nut in there. So. There's a nut in there? Is there a nut in nougat? I thought it was just like that is it soft. Nougat? Yeah, nougat. Yeah, nougat. <clears throat> nougat. It's the fluffy stuff. What it's a white is? caramel. White caramel. We're looking it up. Scary. Well, the definition is a candy made from sugar or honey, nuts, and egg white. Ah. Okay. Mm. Sounds like caramel to me. Uh, but anyway. It's like candy mayo. Ew. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, so doesn't really? pizza, like staying at home, like popping a bottle of red and eating some pizza, doesn't that sound good? Yeah. I think that sounds, that sounds great. great. I think Valentine's Day a lot of times is really important to newer couples who want to do the whole, we're super in love, let's go celebrate this thing and make it happen. Unless you're me and you don't ever celebrate those things. I was told yesterday to stop talking about how much I'm loving uh, being married. Why? Because they said, I say it all the time. Someone who listens to the show, they said, hey, I love the show, but you keep talking about how much you love your marriage. Uh, we're kind of getting tired of that. I'm like, okay. What? I'll, st- I'll stop talking. Maybe I do talk about it too much. Oh, no. Uh, I think that's not okay. Yeah, Speaking no. <laughs> of uh, Valentine's Day, there's a restaurant. It's seating single people in front of a mirror to promote self-love. I like that. I think Valentine's Day stresses single people out so much, and I don't understand why. Because we talk about it all the time. It's a Hallmark holiday. It's made up. And people feel so badly about themselves that they don't have someone at Valentine's Day, and that's just silly. Who was I with the other day at a restaurant? Daniel, why are you vomiting? Sorry, I'm joking. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was at at a restaurant the other day, and there was a lady who had her phone up to her face, and she watched herself eat. 
Uh, what? Did anyone see that? No. Who, no. Was, who was with me? Where was I? She was watching herself eat. She was watching herself eat. She wasn't like Why? recording it for something. I don't. Like... Know, I don't know. Oh. Who was with me? Who did I have lunch with the other day? I it was just. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. No, that's terrible. This in uh, people with very strong accents earn twenty percent less per year than other people. So glad I don't have an accent. Yeah. <laughs> Danielle, Danielle, you just think, you could be making 20% more than you're making if you didn't sound like that. Damn it. <laughs> Ooh, I was doing something wrong. <laughs> Let's go talk to Christina before we get into the three things we need to know. Hi, Christina. What's going on? Hi, how are you? Oh, we're doing okay. Are you a Valentine's Day fan or not? Does it not matter or does it matter? You know, like, sort of. So, my husband and I have been together uh, for a very long time. So, instead of keep writing each other cards, we go to a Walgreens or CVS, pick out a card for each other, hand it to each other, and then put it back and leave. <laughs> okay. I like that. It's like a rental. I like that. Right. My thing with, with, with cards is someone gives you a card, and it, it, the, the sentiment is great. I just want to look them in the eye and go, you know, you didn't write this. Someone else wrote this. Right. If I get a card that doesn't have a handwritten message inside, I'm like, oh, zero. Zero effort. Me too. But sometimes, you know, whatever is written by the author that we don't know, sometimes it really is perfect and it fits you to a T. Yes, but write that then. No, but it says everything that could be said. But write that. Say on the other side, my gosh, this card has says it all. This how says much it I all, love you. Frog. No, and then you write then a little something. Then why don't you just get a screenshot of what they wrote and then write it yourself in another card? You could do that. I, I would do that. Well, that's a good point. Right. You're so contracting your feelings out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Can you imagine working at Hallmark? They have like a room full of people that just sit there and write romantic stuff. I know. <laughs> if you if you do that, if you work over at the whatever, can you call me? Or text me at 55100. I want to talk to you. Like, what's the day at the office like for you? All right, uh, Christina, happy Valentine's Day to you. You guys go to the Walgreens and just read cards and put them back. All right, the three things we need to know. Uh, Gandhi, what's going on? President Trump plans to make a statement today about his Senate impeachment acquittal. He was acquitted on charges of abuse of power and obstruction of Congress in relation to the Ukraine scandal. Mitt Romney was the only Republican who voted guilty and accused Trump of committing a flagrant assault on fundamental values and an appalling abuse of public trust. This is actually really sad. There are reports that Taliban-aligned terrorists have kidnapped a U.S. citizen in Afghanistan. Newsweek says that a contractor named Mark Frerichs of suburban Chicago was taken in southeastern Afghanistan last Friday, and they're working on details as to what's going on there. Hey, what's he doing there? He's not hes not military, right? No, he was a contractor. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, right. And they say that he's been used to working in combat zones and danger zones a lot, but they're not sure exactly all the details that's happened, that that's are scary. coming out right now. Right. Yeah. Wow. And finally, we all know this, but a new study says that texting while walking is a huge safety risk. And not just texting while walking, but any type of distracted walking. They're saying that people are getting all types of injury and causing car accidents when you step out into a crosswalk, not looking, and somebody swerves to miss you. So stop doing it. While you're walking, just pay attention to where you're going. In New York City, the problem is people on their phones walking right into you face to face. Yep, that is so annoying. And then I will say out loud, oh, I'm sorry, pardon me. <laughs> it's, nice of you. it's the same people I say thank you when I hold the door open for them and they don't say thank you. I always think that if I get really rich, I'm going to have a phone account just so that I can slap people's phones out of their hands and then give them money. Like, here, you can get another one. But that annoyed me. Okay, thank you, Gandhi. You're welcome. Gandhi has a weird look at life. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we have a phone tap on the way. We have Matthew Hussey coming in. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Oh, here it is. 1-800-Flowers.com. What are you waiting for? Roses. Beautiful. 
Of course, our official florist for Valentine's is 1-800-Flowers.com. If you order early uh, today, you get 18 red roses, beautiful ruby red roses for $29.99, or you can upgrade and double the roses for only $10 more. 18 red roses. What? Oh, wow. Oh, you have 18 red roses for $29.99, or 24 red roses for $10 more. What? Anyway, it's a lot of roses. Yeah, at a good price. Let me read this again. <laughs> you get 18 red roses for $29.99, or upgrade to 24 red roses for only $10 more. Oh, okay, oh, I get it. that's good. Okay, yeah. that's great. Are you yeah. kidding me? 1-800-Flowers.com. They pick these roses at their peak, and they're shipped overnight to ensure freshness. Uh, we all know that as you get closer to Valentine's Day, uh, bouquet f- prices are going to go up. So take advantage of this today. 1-800-Flowers.com. 18 red roses, $29.99 for just $10 more. Upgrade to 24 red roses. That's 1-800-Flowers.com. You have to click on the radio icon and enter the code Elvis. That's right. Listen to my listen to my suggestion. <laughs> go to 1-800-Flowers.com. <laughs> click on the radio and type in the code Elvis. So, you know, Megan Trainer was here the other day, and we were talking about her new single, which basically has the same title as Niall Horan's new single, mm-hmm. or yeah. a single of his, right? Yeah. So, okay, whatever. We talked about it. I didn't think much of it. Uh, I, I, I bet it is frustrating having a song out, and someone else's song out has the same title, but whatever. It, it's called Nice to Meet Ya. Yeah. Not even Nice to Meet You. It's Nice to Meet Ya. Mm-hmm. Y-A. Yeah. So... I'm reading a bunch of press. I get a press alert yesterday about our Megan Trainer interview. Megan Trainer's pissed off. Oh God. Megan Trainer's mad as hell. <laughs> and I didn't. I didn't think she was all that mad. Not at no. all. It was sort of a lesson in how the press sometimes juices it up a little. Oh Fake yeah. news. So yeah. fake. She was laughing and having a good time <clears throat> with it. She wasn't right. actually ticked off. We'll find the sound. I, I, I need. I need proof that she wasn't ticked off. I don't. I think she's okay with it. I think she's yeah. okay with it too. But then I started wondering, like, what do we exaggerate? Oh, like what do we exaggerate? Mm. Like Gandhi, your news, your yes. three things. Oh, I make it all up. Fake, <laughs> fake news. Danielle, and look, good God, Danielle, we know that you make that stuff up. Are you kidding me? This is all real. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Science. Anyway, okay. Well, I don't know. Some, sometimes I kind of wonder. What's scary? Oh well, girlfriend.com, the gossip website from Australia said. The 26-year-old singer revealed to Elvis Duran in the morning show that she was upset she had released a song with the same name as Niles. I was pissed, she said. I wrote mine years ago, and that happened. And down the same spell, right down to the same spelling of ya. I was like, oh no, what do we do? Do we change it? Do we say uh, something? Uh, I tell you what, we'll play the sound back. Let's let's yeah. let's see for ourselves. I don't re- recall her being upset at all. Not all I at hear all. Is that we're big in Australia. Well, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, all right, we have a phone tap. Should we get into it? Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, Garrett, what's your phone tap about? So, Danielle wants to play a phone tap on her roommate, Trisha. Now, uh, both roommates, they're on a health kick. So, they decided, hey, let's get a treadmill for the apartment. So, uh, Trisha ordered the treadmill, and Danielle said, you know what? Now's the perfect time to play the phone tap. Let's mess with her about the treadmill being delivered. Okay. Here we go. Let's listen to Garrett's phone tap. Hello? Trish? What's up? Your treadmill came. Okay, good. But the only problem is he won't bring it upstairs. He's telling me that that's not part of the deal, um, so he's leaving it outside on the curb. 
Okay, but he's supposed to bring it in. All right, so what am I doing? Am I bringing it back in the truck or what? I mean, I can't. Is that the guy? Can you put him on the phone, sir? Yeah. Hello? She wants to speak to you. Hello? Hello? Yeah, who's this? Hi, my name is Trisha. I'm the one who ordered the treadmill. Trisha, yeah, well, congratulations on your treadmill. Um, I have a contract stating that you guys are supposed to deliver it into my home, not on the curb. Listen, I drop it off. That's my job. I'm the drop-off guy. No, you don't drop anything off. You're supposed to take it inside of my home. What part of that don't you understand? The problem is I have nothing saying that I'm going to go deliver this thing uh, and then lug it up some stairs and then take it out of a box for you. Let's be honest here. So uh, so let's do us all a no, favor. No, you're right. Let's be honest. I have a contract stating that's what you're supposed to do. Are you even by yourself? Are you working with someone? Well, that's the thing. I'm by myself. How the hell am I supposed to carry a box upstairs? So, well, I mean... Supposed to carry it upstairs. That's what we were supposed to have happen. There's so, two of you and one of me. Let's do the math here. That's so, not my problem. Your company was supposed to send someone else to take it upstairs with you. I have a written contract. What is the problem? Take my treadmill up to my house. I don't work well under the cussing policy, okay? So, if so. You wasn't acting like such a bitch. Maybe I wouldn't have to curse you out. Now, I need you to take my upstairs. I don't well, know what else I have to say to you. You know what? I think you might need this treadmill to work off all that anger you have in Maybe you right now. Maybe call your supervisor. How about that? No, you well, act like a straight right now. You talk to Miss Sassy over here, alright? I'll be right back. And let him talk to me. You need to tell him something, okay? Because if you paid your money and you said you had your contract. I want to get my money back and I want to get his ass fired. Can we set it up outside? Maybe that will do? Can we set it up outside? No, Yo, Tris, seriously, like, you need to do Just something. Take it out the box. You got a camera? Please get a camera. Tris, listen, the guy is leaving, so I'm just going to put it inside, and we can carry it together. I don't lift boxes. You know I don't lift no boxes. I don't lift anything. I don't even like taking other trash. What about the lady that lives on the first floor? She can help me bring it upstairs. She's like the woman who's like the crib keeper. She's 70 years old. So you want to have her come upstairs with a box? So you want to have her break her back? Hey, Trisha, I can tell you what the problem is, actually. You got phone tapped. What? Trisha, my name's Garrett from Elvis Duran in the morning show, and you got phone tapped by your friend Danielle. Twins, I'm sorry. I feel so Y'all, I'm crazy. I have people in my office like, what the hell is wrong with her? Elvis Duran phone tap. Oh, that was cute. Yes. By the way, we we should automatically just issue bonuses to anyone like Garrett who uses the word sassy in a phone tap. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. I love the word sassy. Thank you, Garrett. You're welcome. If you have an idea for a phone tap, let us know. Simply go to ElvisDuran.com and click on the phone tap link. All right. Danielle does sound a little different today because she's in Jacksonville in the Froggy Studio. Yes. Are you having fun so far? You just got to yesterday. You, yeah. you, did you guys go out for dinner? What did you do last night? So we went to, um, yeah, we, where the hell did we go for dinner last night? We went for chicken last night. Chicken. <laughs> we we I really chicken. wanted chicken. I some chicken. <laughs> I love chicken. Fried that chicken. was it. So. We went for chicken. Yeah, we went for chicken. You know Jacksonville famous for their chicken. Their chicken. All right. Well, uh, how long are you there? Uh, Sunday. I come back Sunday. All right. Don't forget us. All right. So into the Danielle report. Danielle, what are you working on? All right. So Demi Lovato and Machine Gun Kelly. Could they be Hollywood's newest couple? They were photographed leaving Soho House in West Hollywood. It's a members-only club in L.A. around 2 a.m. Wednesday. They did get into separate cars, but they walked out together. So reps for the stars are not really saying what's going on, but uh, they have hung out in the past. They do know each other. I don't know. She looked very happy. He looked like he had a face on like... I don't want anybody to know I'm doing this. But she looked very happy. She he should be proud to be with her. She's a I, catch. A hundred percent. Hey, question. So if I'm, let's say, a male celebrity, yes, and I yeah. go out with uh, a female celebrity, or in my case, a, a, another gay guy celebrity, mm-hmm. 
Why is it automatically assumed that we're dating each other? Can't you have friends? Because it just goes back to exactly what we were talking about with the headlines, just to make people click, and everybody makes up what they want to. Of course. Yeah, they were together. They must be dating. I know, but I got to tell you, I saw the picture of Machine Gun Kelly and Demi Lovato. I'm like, oh, they must be dating. And I'm yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Can't they just be friends? <laughs> were they holding hands or canoodling? <laughs> canoodling. No, they're not. She's holding onto her purse, <laughs> oh. and he's behind her, so it's not. They no canoodling in this picture. All right. Um, but uh, you know what though? There are certain celebrities that if like if someone put out a rumor that I was with Chris Hemsworth, like not you know when I wasn't married, I wouldn't go and say no. I would just be like, yeah, that's me. Of course, <laughs> even if it wasn't myself. yeah, right, even if it wasn't true, I'd say it was me. I'm doing him. <laughs> that's me. I'm doing yeah. him. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Lopez, did you see the video yesterday that J Lo posted of her and Shakira right after yes. the Super Bowl halftime show? It was so cute. They were so excited for each other. They were like, yeah, we did this. They, they almost did, did, you know, they were they were high fiving each other. Kind of, they almost did that bro thing where they both jump up and hit chests. Yeah. yeah. Chest, chest bump. <laughs> Didn't happen, though. No. Uh, so, Chrissy Teigen's pantry. Did you see her post? Oh, yes, I did. So, it's beautiful. It but is. But here's the thing. Apparently, this is a new thing to post pictures of your pantry, especially if it's organized. Oh, my God. This is like the third or fourth celebrity um, pantry that I have seen. They all look fantastic. They're all organized. But I don't get it. It's like... The JJ candle scents and pantry pictures. What is going on? I don't. This is the new the new trends. Crazy. Uh, Matthew Perry teasing some big news. Basically, that's what he said. Big news coming. So everybody wants to know: Is it a friends reunion? Are we getting a friends reunion? Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Uh, there are currently ten Marvel shows in development for Disney Plus. That's pretty cool. Hey, did I read? Right, correctly. Disney Plus is close to 40 million subscribers. Whoa, is that, is that right, Brody? That sounds about right. Jeez. Yeah. That wouldn't shock crazy. me. I love it. It's my new guilty pleasure. I go home after work and I watch all of this stuff from my childhood. Like what What do you watch? Oh, Moana is on there. Aladdin, The Little Mermaid, all of the Disney classics. Pixar movies. I was watching Finding Dory the other day. It's great. Yeah, Danielle, are you, you on it? Oh my gosh, 100%. Even if you just have them on in the background while you're like doing something, mm-hmm. it, it just brings back all these memories. It's pretty cool. So good. So uh, let's talk about tell. Oh, wait, before that. So my mom said to me yesterday, she's like, don't you think Harry and Meghan are bringing more problems into their lives by leaving the family, the royal family? Because they don't want all the paparazzi around them, but yet the paparazzi's chasing them even more now to get a glimpse into what they're doing. And it totally made sense to me. Well, today I read an article that they're beefing up security in their home in Canada. That not only do they have cameras, but they have tarps along the property. So do you really want to live in a world of tarps exactly you have to see this picture it's a picture of the gates in front of their house and there's a huge tarp over the gates just to keep people from peeking in tarps are supposed to be for crime scenes yes (laughs) or painting if you're painting your house i mean all the murders they always had tarps not a murderer (laughs) tonight on television there's a lot of things spattered tarps go ahead i'm sorry tv tonight Uh, go ahead so first of all our friends carla marie and anthony remember them a year they did a year in music over on access tv they're hosting one of the years tonight so you may want to check that out i think they're hosting 1994 access tv access a a a x a x s tv oh i thought that was like a a like a 
an underarm uh, deodorant for no, high, that's high, school, that's high school boys. <laughs> Lucy Hale stars in the Riverdale spinoff, Katie Keene. You have a lot of things on Netflix that everyone's loving. The Pharmacist, The Stranger, McMillions. So there's a lot of cool things. And I know a lot of uh, people were also loving the um, Taylor Swift documentary. And it's only, what, an hour you said? Yeah, it's a little over an hour. It. Miss Americana. Yeah. And I, I really think it's a great watch. So I enjoyed it, except wanna... for the scene I was in when I was embarrassed. <laughs> okay. Uh, next hour, we're going to talk about all the new VJJ products you can get. Oh, God. Hey, if you know Taylor Swift, will you, will you uh, apologize to her? Because I, I, I'm so I'm sickened that I'm in that scene where she was asked a very embarrassing question. I didn't ask it. That weirdo that I was working with did it. <laughs> oh. I think it was... Based on watching it, I feel like it was pretty obvious. It did not come from you because you can even see your face kind of like. Ah. No, I, but I laughed. I laughed at it because it was so stupid. I'm like, ah. yeah, yeah. Here it is, right? It's Nancy O'Dell. They're talking to Taylor Swift. I mean, she was dressed beautifully on the red carpet of the Grammys. Because why not? I just wanted to show the legs. Because as I was telling you ahead of time, you're going to walk home with more than maybe just a trophy tonight. I think lots of men. I'm not going to walk home with any men tonight. I'm gonna- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, 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 oh. so thank you, Taylor. Bye. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, uh, you know, Matthew Hussey is here. Oh, yay. Mm-hmm. He brought his dad. That's nice. And you know, I have a thing with guests' dads. <laughs> I didn't know oh. that, but oh, that's a good thing Oh, yeah, to know. no, we've had, oh, we've had HR problems over this. <laughs> no, Lord. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, so keep me away from his dad. Okay. okay. Uh, anyway, Matthew Hussey's here. What's he talking about today, Straight Nate? A lot of things. So uh, he's had some incredible experiences over the last month or so. Yes. He did an ice retreat. He's going to tell us about that. He was with, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, Mike Posner. Mike Posner. Yeah. They went on that oh, ice retreat yeah. where they all sat in the, in the, uh, the ice pool and they chanted like a bunch of grunting, stinky boys. Yeah. He also <laughs> had a very scary experience on a plane that made him realize some different things about life. So. Okay, good. Okay. That sounds wow. terrifying. We always love it. When, do you think today he'll do his butterfly speech? I hope so. Hey, butterfly. Where, where's Andrew? Andrew, come do your Matthew Hussey. Yes. Andrew has the best impressions. Do, really so, uh, so Matthew, welcome to the show. Oh, welcome, everyone. How are you? Thanks for having me. It's good to have you, Matthew. <laughs> oh, I love it here. So talk to us about how, you know... <laughs> How a butterfly in, in the palm of your hand, it, it's, it's like your love life in a yes, way. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, life, you know, there's a lot of distractions around you. And, you know, when you harness your inner power, you cocoon yourself. You let yourself grow. I know, but you've, you taught us, I thought, to, if you have a beautiful butterfly in the palm hold of your it. hand, hold it lightly. You don't want to squeeze it to Lightly death. like a butterfly. <laughs> Let it out. Come Let here, the Matthew. world see it all. Oh, he's here. <laughs> you know what's so weird? Andrew. Because Ew. I can't see Andrew's cool. face. Oh, that's yeah. great. I he's, think it is Matthew. It sounds just like him, right? It does. It's, it's crazy. Matthew. <laughs> this is the last time. It is the last time. You're right. It's the last time. Now, you got to hold, hold the butterfly. Like a, 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 a gentle creature. Come on, talk to me. I don't know how many times I can endure this. <laughs> wait, wait, is, is that Matthew or and is it's that not Andrew? Getting better. I don't know if that's Matthew or, or Andrew. I'm, I'm closing my eyes. I can't tell. You have to. Why? Put... Why do I sound so? I mean, and this is not me having a go at your voice, Andrew. Your impression of my voice is so high. It's like, I mean, I don't understand. <laughs> 
I can't help my tone. (laughs) But your voice isn't even as high as you do my voice. You know, I think maybe it's going to British in my head. He goes higher. Go higher. (laughs) (laughs) My my dad is back there, Mm -hmm. and he hasn't laughed that hard at any of my jokes ever. The hardest I've ever seen him laugh is at your impression of me. All right. Well, I tell you what. Okay, so Matthew Hussey's here. Let's let's regroup. Perfect. Let's get it together. We've got lots to talk to you about, about your, uh, I guess, a near-death experience on an airplane. I wouldn't, I, I can't call it that, because I'm sure there are many pilots who would say everything was fine. <laughs> and also, uh, well, and uh, let's see, uh, we have to talk about you uh, out in the woods with all these, in, in climbing mountains with a bunch of dirty boys. Oh, it was so good. And uh, I have so much to say about, about that, about my experience of that. It looked incredible. And I'm sure you actually left the scene thinking differently of yourself. I want to get into that. Mm. What? No. Did I... you at least shower? Because I bet you had a smell going on up there. Wow. I don't know. I don't think any of us smell. I was in I was in bunk beds with in one room. There were several, like three rooms. In my room was six guys in bunk beds. Oh, God, how hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Saturday night for all of us. Yeah, bring that on. All right. now, I, I want to I take this, uh, this conversation very seriously because it, yes. se- it seemed like a life-changing event. And I, and I want to ask you this. Maybe during the commercial break you can look some stuff up. If, if someone is not able to go on that particular retreat or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, uh, what are some things we can do? Where we can Rather than taking a vacation to a beach somewhere and just drinking uh, pina coladas for a week, what life-changing trips can we take? That we need to reset our lives and, and look at our universe from a totally different different perspective. I'm in need of that. Do you know what? I literally wrote that down as something I wanted to talk about today, and you said it. So I'm, I'm excited about this. I'm in your head. <laughs> Who's that hot guy out there? It's my dad. Where Hi, is Dad. He? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's take a break. Uh, Danielle is in Jacksonville. That's her right there in this little box. This right here. Hey, I heard your voice and I couldn't see you. There you are. <laughs> and of course, uh, we are going to play a who uh, who is it, hussy or fussy? And so <laughs> we'll have you and Andrew talk at the same time, and we'll try to figure out who says what. Brilliant. <laughs> it is brilliant. <laughs> oh my gosh. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Hey guys, it's Froggy. We all know bedtime can be a battle for both you and your kids. For instance, my son used to struggle to fall asleep. Well, fortunately, we discovered Vicks Pure Z's Kids Melatonin Gummies to help him fall asleep naturally. Find Pure Z's Kids in stores near you. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show is a consistent ratings winner. I don't mean to brag, but we got a lot of listeners. Elvis Duran. It's Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Show. You do have a great show, and it's hugely popular. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. We always love it when Matthew Hussey comes to see us. I, I consider your visits here just you're coming home to, like, do laundry for the that weekend. Li- that is how I feel. Is every time I come here, it genuinely. I said yesterday on my Instagram, like, this is my New York family. It Aww, really is. Aw, that's yeah. nice. No, I feel that way. I just feel so welcomed by you guys. I literally said tonight, I'm like, I'm coming into New York. Tell me if there's like, you know, you want me to come in or whatever. He's like, dude, what are you talking about? You know, just come in. A lot of people don't know, but Matthew Hussey and Straight Nate, they're like bros. Oh, like that's <laughs> easy to you. Friends. No, we became friends. You can speak into a microphone. Yeah, okay. It's okay. 
about this one? Yeah, there we go, No, I mean it's hard to make friends when you get older, and and you we just kind of clicked, and you know, kind of this. I saw them at your wedding. They were very broish at your wedding. Yeah, you guys were like doing the bro dances. Define broish. Well, you do that thing where you jump and you 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 chest bump in the middle of the dance. We did not do that. He would kill me if he did. I we well, I think we're about the least broish. Bros yeah, in the I, world. No, you guys were broish. Listen to un- my accent. How can I be broish? Yeah. <laughs> you got one, one guy named Straight Nate. You have a, a, a poofster from Great Britain over here. <laughs> hey, all right, let's talk. We've got lots to cover here with Matthew. I don't know where to start. Let's start with uh, your near death experience on an airplane. Now, I do believe this was an Insta story that you posted at the airport. We, I, well, actually, that was a couple of days later. I wasn't in the right mindset to post a story when I got off that okay, plane. Okay, what happened? I so I had this by the way the context for this is I was desperate to get home to LA I'd been like away for a month and a half I was in London for Christmas I then went to Poland on this crazy ice retreat uh and then I'm finally like oh I just want to get home and I'm at the airport you know when it feels like everything is stopping you from yes. from getting back the universe doesn't want it to happen exactly and I'm at the airport and it I'm in I'm actually in New York because I thought I was going to go back to LA and then I got asked to come and do a TV show here. So I came via New York. Now I'm finally going home and the plane's delayed by two hours. Then when I get on the plane, I sit down and the the pilot says over the radio, he says, um, sorry about the delay. We've actually had some problems with this plane, oh. um, but we've fixed it and we're going to take off soon, which immediately I, you know, no one wants to hear we have problems with this no. plane, right. another yes. plane. And that's why we put you on this plane. Right. But not this plane. It's not good when the pilot does it. They do the walk around. Where they actually walk around and inspect their, their, the aircraft. I haven't seen it, that. It, no, they that's do that t- typically. No, they, they do that. And it's good. But every once in a while, they'll, they'll find a screw underneath. Like, oh, God. They're like, where did this come from? Oh, well, let's take off. Well, this is what, you, this is what Matthew reported on his uh, whatever this was. And the pilot got on the intercom and said, uh, the engine has malfunctioned. And we are going to have to get to the ground immediately. And we're flying at a really low altitude. I mean, low enough that I can literally make out, I could tell the difference between the types of car below us. We're not close to Newark. We're like 10 minutes from Newark Airport, where we took off from, where we're trying to get back to. I literally thought I was going to, I mean, I thought I was going to die. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really thought that I don't know I don't know what's going to happen here. It is frightening. And and, and mm. while it's happening, no one says a word. It's total silence on the airplane because this has happened to us. Oh, really? Yeah, Danielle and I were flying to Fort Lauderdale and all of a sudden we heard we just took off from New York Airport, Matthew, and we heard this what what was that? <laughs> Uh, geese had flown uh, into the engines. Mm-mm. It was oh like Kentucky God. Fried Chicken. Yeah, it, 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 it smelled like roasted chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kid you not. It smelled oh like my God. it smelled like chicken. <laughs> and so uh, the pilot says, "Oh, you know how pilots talk." was a problem. Few geese have flown into the engines. So we're gonna go ahead and swing back around to New York Airport. We're cleared for that to take off. We're cleared. We're cleared to land. I'm like, what the f- is he saying? I don't know. So, so the plane goes low, just like you experienced, yeah. and he slowly turns the aircraft around toward Newark. And I look at Danielle and I'm like, I love you. And yeah. Daniel says, I love you too. 
Yeah, because you have this image of like people being hysterical or something, but the, no, you're right. That's quiet. It's yeah. a weird, it, no one knows what to do. Because you're about to die. The but guy even, when they, even when they say they fix the problem, like you're like, but I don't want to stay on this plane that yeah. the problem was on. I want to get off this one and go on another one. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it smelled like grandma's roasted chicken. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, so. But you know, I, the, any other context is delightful. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about life shifting events. Yeah. This is one of them. And I hope you hold on to that feeling that you had, as frightening as it was. What in your brain and what in your heart were you feeling when you thought, well, I could actually. Perish, be, I, I could die today. I mean, I wish I could say I felt braver. I did not feel brave. I, I really felt like just just terrified. And I also, it was mixed in with a fair amount of just, I was I was kind of mad. I Like, I thought, mad? not like, like, really? Like, this is, this is the way it's going to happen? Like, it, there was this, Christopher Hitchens, a guy who passed who I very much admired, he, he had a terminal illness where he said, being... Be, knowing you're going to die is worse than being told the party's over. He said, it's more like someone comes to tap you on the shoulder and tell you, no, 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 the party's still going on. It's still going to keep going. You just have to leave. Oh, God. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> but, you know, there's that's a different, that produces a different emotion than the party's over because you're like, wait, no, I don't want to, you know, this is all going to go on without me. I want to see that thing, do that thing. So, yeah, no, life is great. And these are the days. It's wonderful. And, and, and you don't want to leave. No. But, and but, I will always remember you say, I remember you telling me that years ago and it always stuck with me when you said I was complaining about something and you looked at me and you said Matthew remember these are the days where you'll be saying those were the days it's true I've never forgotten that but you know what I I reached a point in my life and I'm, I'm, I'm look we're gonna by the way this conversation will be more positive and, and will glow a little it brighter in a few moments it is a positive thing but it, some people don't understand this concept I have reached a point in my life where I know that I am not in control of everything. Mm. This is when I get on an airplane and I know, oh, this could be the one. Okay, let go. Just let go. What are you going to do? It's out of my control. Why am I going to worry about things that I cannot control? And therefore, you free yourself up to enjoy the moments or the years you have left. Now, you went on this retreat, this ice retreat. Yeah. Exactly what was it? Because I followed you, and it was fascinating. You and our friend Mike Posner yeah. and other stinky boys <laughs> went traipsing around Poland, right? We yeah. didn't talk about Poland. It. We were in the mountains in Poland, and uh, we were with a, a guy called Wim Hof, whose nickname is the Iceman, because he's known for these extraordinary world record-breaking feats in freezing temperatures. Uh, from the longest swim under ice in a frozen lake to... Uh, climbing Everest, uh, uh, not to the top, but he climbed a significant part of Everest, I think, in just his shorts. Uh, he ran a half marathon barefoot in the ice. He's a like is an extraordinary human being in terms of what he has done. Well, there's got to be more to it than just a guy running around in his underwear in the cold. I mean, he's obviously learning something about life, and he's sharing it with you guys. That's right. He's he's developed it into a, a practice for people where they're now he he recommends ice baths, he recommends daily cold showers, he has these breathing techniques that that he swears by, and. We went to this retreat to experience a very immersive, very extreme version of this. Uh, and, you know, day one, we were jumping off of a cliff into an uh, um, icy lake. Um, day two, we spent, you know, a normal ice bath would be 
a couple of minutes maybe um we spent 10 minutes in a ice bath outside in frozen temperatures in the mountains um on the final day we climbed to the tallest point in the czech republic uh in just our shorts uh in minus 20. so but it, why no no there's got to be the why is so he there's a physiological why which is the idea of what he calls like cardiovascular fitness that you're actually getting stronger uh and and over time, teaching your heart to do less work because your body is better at pumping blood around the body and the circulation is better. But there's also obviously a psychological component. Talk which about is, that. Because I know you hate the cold. I know you, hate you, the you love the beach. But, I, but beyond the temperature and being so low and you being uncomfortable, what in your mind and heart did you learn from doing this? So the one of the most amazing things about it he went through a tragedy in his life where he realized the only time that he wasn't grieving, the only time he could truly get out of his head was in the ice. That when he stepped into the frozen lake and sat there, his body was going through extreme stress and going into survival mode, but he wasn't thinking about anything else. So in its, it's like a concentrated meditation. Where the only you we all you know we've tried to meditate many of us and you know how difficult it is to actually bring your mind back from distracting thoughts it, you, it's extraordinarily difficult in the ice it's actually not that difficult we have no choice yeah yeah it grabs your attention that's right so all focus is on how you're feeling yes right there and so much of that feeling like you you know you just talked about the idea of kind of surrender right so i get on this plane surrender who knows what could happen? It might be my last flight. Well, there's a certain amount of just surrender to not... When you get in the ice and people tiptoe into like cold water, they don't want to feel the cold. They're, they almost are willing it to be warm, but it's not warm. You have to just surrender to the fact that it is freezing and that's okay. I'm going to learn. It's almost like how the Marines say, like just learning to be miserable. I'm going to learn for the next 10 minutes how to be miserable. And we all spend so much time trying to learn how to be happy and so much of life is not moments of happiness mm -hmm. so much of life is moments of difficulty and suffering and pain and and actually learning i i didn't understand this concept i remember throughout my 20s i had a certain friend who when i was really emotional about something or going through something hard i'd i'd keep telling him about it and i'd be like this thing's happening and i don't know how i'm gonna get over this thing whatever and he'd be like Dude, I, I think you just give too much importance to your emotions. You just seem to care more about your own feelings than I do. And I, I didn't understand at the time what he meant by that. But I look back now and I realize I just didn't really. I thought I did, but I didn't really know how to be miserable. Okay, well, let's talk about... <laughs> well, I work with Dave Brody every day. That's how I experience it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my misery. But, I mean, here you are in a nice, warm, toasty studio in New York City yeah. being interviewed by arguably the most incredible morning host in the world. Right. Uh, no, but... <laughs> but I what, took a freezing cold shower before I got to this warm good. studio. So what did you learn while icing yourself in Poland that you are living off of and accelerating yourself with right now well look on a, on a fundamental level it it really did shake me up it taught me what i was capable of um like the breathing exercises there's a moment where you you breathe out you exhale and then hold your breath right and we held our breath for three minutes 
And that is an extraordinary feat for me. Like Three minutes? Yeah, Gandhi. three minutes. I can't ready, do that. Ready, go. Yeah, right, I got three seconds. <laughs> um, it's, it, it, I would never have believed that that was possible. And that's something we did. So there's a, you know, we all say like, oh, you could do more than you think you, you can do. But when you have a, a genuine physical metaphor for that, where you realize I never in a million years thought I'd be able to do that. And I did it. That changes things. And th the biggest thing it's done for me is it's shaken me up and made me want to do a lot of new things with my year because I realized like going into this, it terrified me and it didn't just terrify me because I thought it would be painful. It didn't just terrify me because I thought, oh, what if I hurt myself? It also terrified me because I thought I'm probably not going to be good at this. And you know, my, my publisher, Karen Rinaldi bought, um, uh, wrote a book called it's great to suck at something, which is the whole premise behind this book is it's really, really, really important to do something that you suck at. And not from the cliche self-development point of view of, because if you keep doing it, you'll get good, you'll get better. That's not the point. The point of this entire book is be okay with sucking at it and do it for pure enjoyment. Do it just because you want to. There's do it, no goal. Just do it for the sucking. <laughs> Mom always said. <laughs> I, want, I want you to hear Matthew in the, the ice tub with uh, Mike Posner and all these other guys. And there were, there were women there too, right? There was one woman uh, who was the, a very famous chef who was there for us th that week. Yeah. Really? And this is them chanting. What is it? A chant? What is it this? was kind of a, a chant slash meditation to get us through the, the pain. What do you say? What words are those? I don't think there's any words in there. <laughs> you can actually see this video. By the way, that noise you hear is Mike Posner. Mike Posner, right. By the way, this, this is Mike on a cracker. I mean, this is him uh, at all times. He's great. See, I feel like this is the opening of The Little Mermaid. I feel like it's Frozen 2. Frozen 2? Yes. Sounds like the lion sleeps tonight. Well, okay, look. So this is what you did. You you got on a plane, went to Poland, and you immersed in ice for a... To anyone listening to this conversation right now, me, Gandhi, Danielle, all of us included, and everyone driving to work right now, what did you learn that we should be doing? You, also, you said that you're going to, from now on, you learn from a guy on the retreat... That once every eight weeks, you're going to spend a weekend doing something you've never done before. Yes. Start there. Well, okay. So, I was, firstly, I was I was made fully aware of doing this, that how often am I actually doing something that genuinely is uncomfortable and scary to me? And the uncomfortable answer for me was not very often at all. And so, I've the biggest thing I've taken away from it is to build my year this year around doing things that are genuinely new and uncomfortable for me and put me in different situations. Can my you friend, share can you share any of it with us? Yeah. And some of them are well, some of them are small, like for example Dating a guy. <laughs> well I'm not well, this I'm gonna start somewhere else. Wow. On um, He's so, un so uncomfortable. Look, <laughs> well, he just did it. He was uncomfortable. Great. Okay. I, so one, I'm, I want to go. I want to go camping. I, I've always said for years, oh, I want to go and do a camping trip. I never do it, and I don't do it for stupid reasons. I'm like, what do I? I don't even know what I need to take. Well, I don't the Four Seasons know. Hotel is much more comfortable. It is. Right, it is. But it's. I'm not going to create a new memory there. Like that's. I want to create a new memory doing something I don't normally do. Something that's fresh. So that's a small thing, and it's a thing that. 
it's not expensive. It's not going to cost any money. Um, it's just going to a place and doing something different. Uh, Jesse Itzler, one of the guys who is on the, the program with me in Poland, um, he has this great rule that he calls Kevin's rule, um, where he every eight weeks he takes a weekend to do something that he wouldn't normally do with a weekend. That's incredible. That's a great idea because we do find ourselves getting into this pattern where we do the same thing. It's comfortable. We know how to get there. We don't have to think about it. Don't have to get creative. Yeah. And, and, and he gets out it, he gets out of that circle. He gets out of it. And I really learned this from him. I mean, he, this guy, he's a crazy guy. Like, I spoke to him on the phone yesterday. He literally said to me, you know, we're doing this thing at my house this year We with 100 people. It's called Hell on the Hill. We all climb the giant steep hill outside my house 100 times. Um, and there's a band, we're going to have a band and a DJ and it's going to be fun, but it's a really difficult, difficult four hours, but lots of amazing people are going. Now, at first glance, I look at that and I'm like, do I, I climb this hill a hundred times? times? Like, this sounds like a, but then I go, yeah, but that, that alone is going to be interesting. I'm going to meet fascinating people. I'm going to be around a different crowd. Like, is it, am I a little nervous? Cause I'm like, oh, I'm just going to this on my own. I'm not going to know anyone. Yeah. That's why I should go. Like, it's a whole new circle of people. And, you know, I felt that same feeling about going to Poland. But now I have this brotherhood of guys that I know as a result of that. Which, by the way, is something I realize about people in general, and maybe especially guys, is we just don't... I don't believe that most of us have that. We don't have that group of people that we're growing with, pushing each other, you know, we can be vulnerable with. That's a very good point. And we need it. It's, that's see, probably as you get one older, of the most valuable things I got out of it. As you get older, speaking from that point of view, uh, you find yourself actually shedding yourself of all the people in your circle. Yes. And you end up one day waking up realizing, I have one friend. Right. I have one good friend because I, I just don't want the, 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 the drama of all these people in my life. But actually, on the other side, we should have people that we should at least retreat with from time to time. You don't have to hang out with them every week. You don't. But if you look at like what... What's AA? What's an AA meeting? It's people coming together and having a sense of community and true vulnerability and opening up and talking about things. How many? I need people- to get to one of those, by the way. Yes. <laughs> I think all of the things that you're talking about, we've been talking about in here as well, whether it has to do with your spiritual health or your mental health, when's the last time that you did something for the first time? And we came up with a list, and I think it's really important, and you've talked about studies, Elvis, where doing something new actually keeps your mind fit and healthy and keeps you from sliding down that path of deterioration. So I think it's great on multiple levels for you to do that. So for you, when was the last time that you did something for the first time? Well, it, certainly it was Poland. Okay. That that was, but the reason I, I believe I was seeking that is because I didn't have a good answer to that question. Right. I, and, I know you do. And that's, an, and that's embarrassing for me in my position because I'm always telling people to get outside their comfort zones and do new things. You know, I run an entire retreat around the idea of shaking people up and getting people to connect with themselves, with life in a different way. So it's actually, I, I was embarrassed when I really asked myself that question, like, have I been living what I talk to other people about? Yes, I, I take risks. Yes, I work really hard. And I've done a lot of work to get where I am. But it's really easy for anyone. It, like, it doesn't matter what you've accomplished in life. It's so easy to get to a place where you can show other people that look at how hard I'm working. Look at how much I'm doing. But actually, you're, everything you're doing is still super comfortable. Really? Would your own retreats be victim to that same philosophy? 
Well, do you feel like when you get together with all these people in this room that pay you a lot of money to listen to you speak and motivate, are you still doing it the same way, the same formula you've been doing it for years? No, because I yes, you have. You're guilty every... of it. You're guilty of it. It's the same boring crap every single time. No, but I will. I will say this. I look. I improve that program every time we do it. But that program is comfortable for me because it's my program. What yeah. scared me about the Poland retreat is. I'm in someone else's hands. This is someone else's agenda. I'm not the guy telling everyone what exercise feels we're good, doing next. It? it feels great. And it also was terrifying. And it, it, you know, I feel so connected to the people coming to my retreat this year because I realize this is the same exact process they're going through of fear and massive vulnerability coming to my program. That's Maybe it. Maybe you should add an ice bath to your program. You really yes. should. An ice bath would be nice. I mean, I actually, I'm doing it daily right now purely because I like being, I like that metaphor of doing something today that I don't want to do. And that's going to affect everything else I do I that agree. day. I agree. I feel that every morning when I come into this radio show. Stop it. I cry in the shower. Like, oh, God. All right, we've got to take a break. Uh, Matthew Hussey's here. I know we have a lot of people, a lot of listeners gave us questions for you. Uh, so let's roll into that. And uh, but let's stay out of our comfort zone. Seriously, I like it. Let's make it very uncomfortable for everyone. Cool. <laughs> you're, you're an expert. Thank that. you. We'll be back after this. Hey, this is John Legend. What's up? It's What's the Chain up? Smokers. Hey, this is Adina Menzel with Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. The surest way to win this Valentine's is with our new partner, 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get 18 red roses, just $29.99. To order, go to 1-800-Flowers.com, click on the radio icon, and enter the code Elvis. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Here with Matthew Hussey, we just had a very long, extended conversation. One that was so long that Straight Nate, our senior executive producer, got all jealous and nasty and sweaty and... You you got you got scared. I admit the sweaty part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, it's okay. I'm, I'm glad you're here today. It's good to see you. It's good to see. I've not seen you since the big wedding, which I still talk about all the time. Oh, you think it ruined game? weddings for me forever? Oh, really? yep. Yeah. Yep. It was the greatest. It was the most unbelievable weekend. I still remember the moment where I walked into the dinner that was all done out like the the day of the dead mm -hmm. right and it was like i uh, just magical i don't know how else to describe it magical like no I, other wedding will ever compare no. to that never no never. you really have to just rsvp no to everything yeah <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like the kind of you know what it was like you know when you watch adults go into a situation and they're they become children again right no like, it was it was a room full of children you see their eyes like people just all of that like whatever we ha have that we're worried about melts and we're just like this is just it was like an adult disney world well we're still having fun everything so far so good we're really enjoying life and i'm so glad that you uh could join us for the festive occasion hey uh so a lot of our listeners matthew knew you were going to be here today so they shot some questions to us we've actually had some calls coming in like uh, Maida, for instance. Uh, for instance, hi Maida, how you doing? What? Hi, I'm Ben. How are you? You pronounce your name Maida? Maida. Oh, Maida. Oh, that makes me feel so much better. Unlike Miss <laughs> Gandhi over here. I am a Maida. She's yeah. a Maida. Yeah. Maida. Anyway, so uh, say hi to Matthew Hussey, and do you have a question for him as well? Yes. Hi. Um, yeah. So I've been seeing this guy for about a month and a half. We've been on five dates. Um, we have great conversations. He texts me every day, but I just 
don't know if I should bring up or when to bring up, you know, where is this going? Like, I don't want to get friend zoned. Um, I just want to know how to ask that question. In yeah, where is way. this going? Where- so the yeah. issue, so, so Maida, the issue right now is not the question. The issue is your fear with the answer. You're right. afraid to ask the question that could produce an answer you don't want. And that fear is what, it, the question won't make you unattractive. The fear will. Because you saying, I, but I'm worried I'm going to get friend-zoned. What are you worried about? If you, if you ask someone where it's, you know, you don't have to say, where is this going? You can say to someone, hey, I, truthfully, I like you. I'm having a great time with you. Um, and let's say you're at the point where you don't want to be seeing someone else. You can say to someone, I'm not seeing anyone else right now because I, I like you and I kind of want to see where this goes. I just want to give it a fair shot. I just wanted to know if you felt the same or, you know, is your head in the same place as me? Um, Because I wouldn't want to be, you know, if someone else asks me out, I don't want to be shutting off other options if your head's not in the same place. And and the nice part about that is that you're being super honest, but you're also being strong. It's It's not you saying, so you decide. It's simply you saying, here's how I'm feeling. And if you're not feeling the same way, then this, then I'm going to start taking a different path with the way that I treat this. Um, and you've got to be okay with, if the guy says to you, well, I just don't know because I don't really want a relationship right now. And I just feel like I'm not in a space in my life, blah, blah, blah. Then great. That's your filter. Then you know, okay, this person doesn't matter how much I like this person. They're not right for me because they don't feel the same way I do. And that's okay. That's the part, just like Elvis said before, surrender. That's the part you have to surrender to. Wow, Maida. What do you think of that? Wow. I think that's a rude answer. Yep, that's something going on tomorrow. Oh. Why wait till tomorrow? Tomorrow. We'll call him right now. Let's do it. Do it on the air. Let's call him him live. Maida, look, and and best best of luck with that. You know, just... It's tricky. It's tricky trying to stay, you know, be in the same lane with someone else and trying to figure it yeah. out. And I know. I mean, obviously, yeah. you want, you do want it to work. It sure seems that way, right? Yeah, I just don't want to waste my time, like knowing that he's not in the same page as I am. Wow, it's exactly. exactly what Matthew just said. That's mm-hmm. great. Well, Maida, listen. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening to us. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Have, Have a good day. You too. So Valentine's Day is around the corner. What do you think of Valentine's Day? Uh, is it I'm just, so not interested in Valentine's Day. A lot of people say the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, but the, they're not expected to care about it. I am, like, I, yeah. in my job, I, the, I think people expect Valentine's Day to be my Super Bowl. Oh God! And I just don't care. Like, it's not interesting to You're me. Super Bowl. Oh, wait a minute, Matthew. When you're in a relationship, yeah. does the and you're not into it, does your partner think that that's like? Crappy? Well, no. Okay, let me make a distinction. Yeah. I, as someone who takes coaching people and helping people really, really seriously, do not care about Valentine's Day in that context. In a relationship, I think that Valentine's Day can be a wonderful opportunity to just do something different. Use it as an excuse. Look, that's what every occasion is. It's just an excuse. It's There's, there's a, a great moment. I watched the show Billions before where there's the guy's having a, a birthday party and he's like, oh, do we really have to do this? And his wife, who's throwing in the party, says, yes, we have to do this because if we don't celebrate the milestones, we're just passing with the time. Very good point. Oh. And, oh, yeah. and I think that's, that's kind of how I would see Valentine's Day. But I will say this. 
if you're using Valentine's Day as an excuse to do something for your partner that you should be doing the other 364 days of the year, exactly. your relationship is broken. Chocolate. Yeah. Oh. Chocolate? <laughs> I want chocolate. Hey, uh, can trust really be rebuilt? Yes. That's a very general question. It, but can, it can be, but it takes it takes time. And if you if you're the one who's broken the trust, you I said this, a friend of mine, Esther Perel, who uh is an amazing authority on affairs within relationships and the thing the difficult things that people deal with in relationships. Um, she once said to me, I said to her, if let's say you're the type of person that's always been outgoing, flirtatious, whatever, and your partner never had a problem with it, but now you cheated. And now the same things you used to do before where you were just an outgoing, flirtatious kind of person gets all seen through a different lens. Should you have to start to really rein that part of you in when it's part of who you are, but you're no longer cheating? And she said to me, there is a price to be paid when you break someone's trust. And it may well be the case that in order to build, rebuild that trust, there are certain privileges you had before that are going to take you some time to get back to and and I think that's true. You could break someone's trust and rebuild it, but you got to you got to pay your dues. Have you ever been in a long-term relationship and you cheated on someone? No. No. I I've I've been in I think the closest I came was realizing, oh wow, I really want to right now and then ending the relationship. I I I but my issue that's not coming from a righteous place. I I genuinely know that I would suffer on the most unbearable level. If I did, I'm, I'm the kind of person that I would torture myself and I, that pain is worse to me. So. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and for everyone else out there planning on cheating, good. Yeah. Torture yourself. Uh, let's see. Oh, we have to go to line five. And, and the reason why is Brandy is calling from a city called Partyville, Wisconsin. That's awesome. Brandy. I want to move to Partyville. Yes. Come on. Oh, you, you do. There's like five bars, three churches. It's great. I love oh, wow. multiple churches. Okay, so Brandy, your question, I want, I want to reform it to make sense for everyone. Uh, you've been married okay. for 10 years, and your question is, how do you keep the spark? You know what? There are right. people, uh, Brandy, uh, Matthew, I must assume, who have been in a relationship for six months, and they've already forgotten how to keep it interesting. They fall into patterns. They, they fall into the, oh, it's the same thing. Yeah. And they forget about that excitement, that the, the, the butterflies yes. in the stomach when you first meet. God, that was 10 years ago for you, Brandy, right? Yes, it was. You know, and my, I, I, I don't want to throw my husband under the bus. He's an awesome person, great guy. He's just not romantic. You know, Aww. he doesn't have that surprise me on Valentine's Day or any other day. I mean, you know. He'll do little cute things, like he'll start my car. Those those things are great. I love them. But you know, like that. I, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe I'm 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 asking for something I don't want. I I don't know. But you know, how do I how do I make him say, "Hey, baby, what's up?" After ten years. <laughs> well, I, I think you answer your own question. When a bus is on the way, throw him right under it. <laughs> Near death experiences wake people up. Other than short of that, though, I mean, how does one remind themselves to go home and put extra oomph into the relationship. Well, so, of course, what you're hoping for is that he'll surprise you, right? Which you can influence, but is kind of out of your control to make someone do something, especially if it's not a habit for them to do that. I would say surprise him. And I don't mean surprise him in the ways that you want him to surprise you. I mean, one of the greatest things you can do to wake him up 
is to do something unexpected, is to do things with your life that he wouldn't necessarily see coming. Like, you have always been interested in doing a dance class, but you never really have, or you always told yourself you're too busy. Go start taking a dance class. Do something, go, do something with yourself that forces him, that he won't have a choice but to see you in a new light. But to see this woman that he assumes after 10 years he knows evolving and growing because that is one of the greatest aphrodisiacs because it also scares us mm -hmm. when the when our partner okay, we we often look at the loss of a spark far too on the nose we're like oh we, we need a new toy for the bedroom we need some little thing that we're going to do to show and that's so that's such a direct way to approach the problem but the problem is 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 bigger you need a bird's eye view on that if you're growing uh, uh, Proust said, the journey of discovery lies not in seeking new landscapes, but in seeing with new eyes. So when people have an affair, they're seeking new landscapes. But when the spark comes back in a relationship, it's usually because we see our partner with new eyes. But in order to see our partner with new eyes, they have to grow. They have to evolve. We have to remind them that you may think you've got me figured out on every level. You may think you know every tiny little detail about me. I'm going to surprise you by growing. Wow. What do you think of that, Brandy? I love it. I, I You know what? It's really funny. I've been wanting to take this uh, uh, line dancing class for the longest time. And he keeps saying, no, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You know, I'm just going to grab a friend and we're going to do it. Just yeah, go. Yeah, and, and then yeah. after a while, uh, after a few times of doing that, invite him and let him let him watch you dancing because when you observe your partner especially from a distance that's really hot it's like watching your partner tell a story in a group of people at a party where you're not in the group you get to observe them and when you observe them you see freshly how attractive that. they are i love that look, look oh, yeah. it may not be line dancing for any of us who want to like spark it up a little bit i mean just put a little thought into it i i love that surprise them mm. all right we got to go Thank brandy you, you tell everyone much. tell everyone in partyville that we said hi. <laughs> I know. All right, take care. Uh, let's see who this is. Hello. H Hello, Elvis. It's me, Matthew. I just landed. Oh my! <laughs> oh, Matthew Hussey's calling from the airport. Oh, hi. Guys, I turned on my radio, and what bollocks is this person speaking? That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you? Was Matthew? Did you actually have a a, a question for us today, or are you just wasting all of our time? <laughs> Finding love in your life, finding that love, finding that peace in your heart. Matthew. Could you be? A, could you? Could, uh, may I? May I ask for a slightly more specific question? Why are you being so bitter? <laughs> I just don't like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, Matthew, if you have you a specific, you've got to learn to live with it. <laughs> right. Well, I am certainly learning to be how to be miserable right now. Oh my God! All right. Wow, <laughs> Matthew. All right, Matthew. Thanks for calling. Uh, you're agitating oh, our you're guest. You're so welcome. Yeah, okay. thank you. Okay. Why are you so mad? I, I think Why fake so Matthew bitter? sounds more like Matthew. Do you know what annoy? Do you know what actually annoys me is when that when that caller first came in, I didn't realize it was Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what annoys me is that I've been making fun of his accent and saying it's terrible. And for the first five seconds, I was like, oh, wow, we have a British caller. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it really has annoyed me. Andrew, that really is quite the, uh, the compliment. Uh, what's that scary? This text just came in. They said, just turned on the show. Who is this coach guy? I want to gargle him. Oh, oh God! God. <laughs> or Google gargle him. Now I hope I hope that they're not just referring to the last ten seconds of Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this guy? He's good. <laughs>
<laughs> I want to gargle your guest. That's my, that's my favorite new line. Uh, talk to me, uh, Matthew, about getcoreconfidence.com. Yeah, well, I always want to give something of value to the listeners when I come on this show, and I have well, this... I'm going to stop you now. You've been giving us nothing but value for the past hour. Well, I always want to give them something they can go away and do when okay. it's over. Um, but I, I have a, a place where they can get a free training on confidence itself. If you are going into 2020 thinking... I need to, I'm in order to attack all the things I want to do, in order to go out there and change my life, I need to be a more confident version of me. This is a very specific training that will show people how to be their most confident selves in 2020. And they can go and get that at getcoreconfidence.com. So it's getcore, C-O-R-E for those questioning how to spell core. Uh, getcoreconfidence.com. Yeah, and it's a really great video training from an event that no one, unless you were there, you didn't see this. So it's not available anywhere else. Isn't it funny how, through my lens anyway, confidence is such a turn-on, but also vulnerability. Vulnerability to me is more powerful than confidence. But it's But it is confidence. Being confident in knowing that you're vulnerable. In being, it, vulnerability is a, is a form of confidence because I am I am confident enough to know that I can share this with you and I'll be okay. I can share this with you and it won't lose you. It won't, you know, we're so afraid. I, I've been thinking about this a lot, even in the context of men recently, how few men get vulnerable. And it's not because they're so confident. It's because they're not. It's because they're freaked out they're about afraid. what if right. I tell my my lady this and she does, she's not attracted to me anymore. But if you're really confident, you're not worried about you. I'm going to tell you who I am. I, I know it's going to be enough. I know I'm worthy. So I can tell you who I am. I can tell you what I'm afraid of. Wow. Vulnerability is confidence. I absolutely agree. I am terrified to cry in front of people. And I look at people who can show that emotion and I'm like, wow. That's something I would aspire to be able to do. Right. I can't do it. By the way, you've heard us talk about this before. Yeah. I'm, I'm acting as if this is a brand new right. topic. <laughs> <laughs> Merely acting. But it, it's true. Yeah. You know, we always we always learn so much when you walk through these doors, even though you're all pissed off that, that we put Matthew on, on the phone. That was, no, not, you, you, you were was visibly, not Matthew. You were, it was an imposter. You were visibly upset. You were not acting. You were you were visibly, visibly pissed off. Yeah. I don't know why you guys don't get this. <laughs> I, you, you think I'm playing every time? <laughs> we love you. We don't. We don't want you to feel uncomfortable. Can I? I don't, I don't want you leaving here saying, "Screw them! I'm never going back." I mean, I say that every time I leave, and then I get a form of amnesia, which makes me go, "I really want to see those guys again." <laughs> you love us. Can I say I learned so much from you? I get. I know that my point of coming here is to come and share some nuggets and talk about. But every what people don't realize, and, and people listening, I will call Elvis for advice. I will text Elvis about my own life. I, Elvis is someone I consider to be a mentor. And I genuinely, I, I believe that this medium, radio, is lucky to have someone this authentic because I, I literally go to you for that stuff. And it, it's, you changed my life. So Thank people you. hear me coming and doing my thing, but behind the scenes, it's the reverse. Well, you know, I have... Motives. Because you do come in and share your nuggets. <laughs> Very important. He wants to gargle you.
<laughs> was that message from Elvis? <laughs> I'm texting you. Okay, look, uh, we're, we're, we're going to post this uh, in case you can't remember. It's getcoreconfidence.com. Uh, we've learned a lot today, Matthew. Uh, where are you going next? What are you doing? Where am I going? Take your dad out for lunch. I, I am, We went to dinner last night. We've had two lovely dinners in a row, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Have you been? When was the last time you came to New York? Uh, I haven't been to New York for some time. We kind of had a month in London, so and we have connected in LA, and so we kind of. I don't think we've been to New York together since you, last Christmas. Do you know in what? Two thousand eighteen. You know, that same guy, Jesse Itzler, he said, he said, whenever he's with his parents, he is, or he has a phrase where he says, "Be where your feet are." Wherever you're at right now, wherever your feet are be there because those moments are so so important and i really have made a point of you know those moments with my dad i mean he lives in london i live here in america i really make a point these days to be where my feet are when we're together to be in that moment and to be with him and to really make the most of that and uh, yeah, we're I really good made at that. an extra effort yeah yeah, it's really Cheers. cool. <laughs> it's been great. That's great. Yeah. Tons of great yeah. advice. All right, we got to get it. Get out of here. You gotta All go. right. <laughs> Matthew Hussey, of course, getcoreconfidence.com. And uh, just do a search for Matthew Hussey. All things Matthew Hussey at MatthewHussey.com. Uh, howtogettheguy.com if they want love advice and getcoreconfidence.com if they want general uh, advice for everything else. All right. People are saying that uh, this has been a wonderful uh, learning experience with Matthew, we, but they want us to get back to telling fart jokes, I guess. So we're going to do that. Cool. Coming up, some of your favorite fart jokes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back after this. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's this up? Is Hi, this is Katy Perry. I'm Sean Mendez. With Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Text us at 55100. Standard data and messaging rates may apply. It's Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Thank you for listening today. Uh, no, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, especially when we have shows like we're having today with Matthew Hussey in. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. And I'm hoping you guys thought it was too. Because I know, you know, sometimes we, we, we go down avenues that make people uncomfortable or it's just too deep. People just want to have a lighter morning and just talk about this light stuff. Every once in a while, it's good to dig a little deeper. Reset for a second. Yeah, you deserve it. Always keep that in mind. I, I always learn something when he comes in. Hey, let's get into sound with Garrett. Yeah. Garrett, what do you have going on today? Well, let's uh, do a spoiler from The Masked Singer, not about who was on. You weren't on, Elvis. Yes. Uh, everyone thought you were the llama, <laughs> but you weren't the llama. <laughs> But here's what the llama sounded like yesterday. Yeah, the person who was the llama sounded like this. One of my favorite songs, by the way. It's not unusual to be good at a time. Reminds me of Carlton from the Fresh Prince. Yes. You gave away a good tease the other day when we only played a clip and you are like, that's all I'm saying. So then I started thinking maybe it was you, but then when I saw the show, it wasn't. You never know. Yes. Uh, let's talk about The Bachelor last night. Uh, Hannah Ann. So... Pilot the Peter, Peter Pilot said, hey, let's talk about life goals. Okay, here we go. So with modeling, like, I would like to do it as long as I can. I mean, it's not necessarily a job. It's more just broadening myself. So many people stay, like, in the shallow waters of life. And you'll only catch minnows in the shallow yeah. waters. And for me, I'm like, let's go deep. Let's go deep modeling. Okay. Uh, and then Victoria doesn't understand why Peter's not in love with her. No, Peter, like, I, I don't know what that just meant. Like, if I'm being honest, like, are you, like, saying that you don't want me to be here? 
I don't know if I can make, if I can, I don't know if I see you as my wife. Everyone on the show has vocal fry. Yeah, they and do. And they whisper. Victoria, I don't love you. The grudge. I love the grudge. Elvis, are you saying you don't love me? Um, all right. So this is a kind of cool story. So on TikTok and Instagram, there's a grocery store slash bodega in New York City that is doing something cool. So customers come in. The guy behind the counter says, hey, solve this math question. If you get it right, I'll give you a five-second shopping spree in the store. Isn't that great? I and love this guy. If you get this question right, you have five seconds to pick up whatever you want. Ten <laughs> times ten minus fifty. Fifty. Five. Four. Nine times nine minus five. Nine times nine is 81, minus five is 76. Eight times eight. 64. 12 times 12 minus 10. 134. Eight times three plus 20. 44. Can we get that speaker back there? Three. 20, okay? I want that. Two. Up there. One. And $40. So I was watching this guy the other day. So you have five seconds to go through a convenience store and take whatever you want. Mm-hmm. This one guy, it was like this big wire rack of bagged peanuts. Yep. He brought the whole wire rack up. Someone asked for the cat in the store. That guy went for the cat first. Yeah, so if you're following along, it's underscore, it's me, D-Y-Y underscore on okay. Instagram and TikTok. I want to go in. Alright, uh, this is a cool story. So, Jason Kelsey played for the Eagles. When the Eagles won the Super Bowl, he gave this very passionate speech uh, and it sounded like this. You love the Philadelphia Eagles! Let me get a hell yeah! Doug Peterson! A man who went for it, a fourth and down! Went for it, a fourth and down! Okay. Well, let's stick with the Kelsey family because his brother Travis, who plays for the Kansas City Chiefs, won the Super Bowl the other day. Gave the uh, a very passionate speech yesterday during the parade. Woo! (laughs) I'm wearing about half the beers I've been trying to drink, baby. It's been a long time coming. Because what did we do? We had to fight. Can you imagine growing up in a house with Travis and Jason? (laughs) Bust the potatoes! You want the potatoes? You're the American. Thank you, Garrett. It's too much. It's like, oh my God. A lot of testosterone in that family. Anyway, uh, let's take a break. We'll be back. Is this conversation really going to keep the listeners thrilled? Yes. Yeah. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Uh, you know what we should talk about? Taco Bell and their nacho fries. I'm giving you fair warning, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I love nacho fries. Taco Bell's nacho fries, they're there for a limited time. Mexican spices on fries with nacho cheese on the side. I mean, it's basically that. Sounds good, right? I want to have them right now. Then have them right now because time is going to run out. <laughs> As you know, uh, Live Moss Productions at Taco Bell, they, they come up with these great trailers and the, the, these wonderful, wonderful ways to remind us, basically, we're living in a world where Taco Bell's nacho fries are limited time only. So before time runs out, head on in to Taco Bell. And get- wow, it's so weird having Danielle with Froggy in Jacksonville. Yes. I miss you, Danielle. I miss you, too. But it's nice to be able to see your face on the screen. I don't know. I know. At least we can see each other. See, a lot of people don't know that there's quite a very, very strong bond between Danielle and Gandhi. Yeah, we love each other. And and I think it's great. The the sisters, you know. Yes. Where a lot of times they'll start whispering things to each other. Yes. (laughs) Sometimes my foot's not long enough to kick her under the table. Right. Sometimes I have to kick over a little box. Does she really kick you? We try. 
But usually, <laughs> because both of us are kind of short, and now we're far, we're further apart than I thought. Sometimes it's just a look now. Because yeah. I bet if I look underneath the desk when you're both here, y'all yeah. see little legs just flying just around. Just flailing. Yes. <laughs> flailing. But now we just have a look we give each yep. other. Yep. I look right at her, and I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's tougher on the ca- with, with her on Skype. Yeah. Well, Danielle needed look. you here, Gandhi. This is yes. another reason why the universe brought you to us, because mm. Danielle... It's like it's like me with Max, the schnauzer. I feel like I got to get him another schnauzer. I need to get Danielle another Danielle. Oh, yay! I love it. She makes me so happy, and I like and calling her. And you make me happy. Yeah. Oh, look at that. And then the Froggy. Froggy, is it nice having someone in your studio so you're not all alone? Yes. I can't hear you. I'm doing something for Danielle because she can't do her own stuff. <laughs> he doesn't have headphones on, so when you asked him that, I said, just say yes. Okay. All right. He's like, yes. Uh, that's very dangerous. That's very dangerous. All right, all right. We're running really late. Uh, let's get to three things in from Gandhi. All right. And then the Danielle report live from the Froggy Studio coming up. This is my- so ridiculous, Elvis. Danielle thinks I have nothing else to do except do stuff for her. Yeah, that's what it is. Well, that's the way she is. Well, it's okay. We're used to that here. Okay. I'm going back to doing Danielle's job. Oh, I'll yeah, be back you, in a minute. You do that. All right, so three things we need to know. Gandhi, what's going on? Well, President Trump plans to make a statement today about his Senate impeachment acquittal. He was acquitted on charges of abuse of power and obstruction of Congress in relation to the Ukraine scandal. Republican Mitt Romney was the only Republican who voted guilty after accusing him of committing a flagrant assault on fundamental values and an appalling abuse of public trust. Yesterday, I don't know if you guys saw this video, thousands of people hit the street in Kansas City, Missouri to celebrate the Super Bowl parade. Right. Well, somebody broke through the barriers in their car and decided to just start driving all recklessly through the parade, at which point police started to chase this person. They ended up hitting his car, causing it to spin out. He has been arrested. Another person has been arrested as well. I know, but it made it for a it made for a great parade. <laughs> sure. I mean, it was fun. It looked fun. There were no injuries, so that's good. And they don't know why this person did it yet. Because they, they love a parade. Well, they think they might have been uh, impaired. I love a parade. Mm-hmm. Ended badly for Do that guy. Song, scary. Yes. That's a song? Yeah. I love a parade? From oh. a musical. Okay. And finally, PETA is at it again. They are now saying it is derogatory to use the word pet when referring to your animals who live with you. They say, how dare you? They're your companion. They provide you joy and comfort. They're not just a pet. That's not nice. No, they're my children. <laughs> I'd walk every step of the mile and think it was really worthwhile yeah. to see a parade yeah. marching yeah. down the line. I love a parade. I don't know what son of a gun who wouldn't be willing to run to see a parade come marching down the line. You ready? Perhaps I'm what you'd call a patriot. <laughs> but one thing's certain, whether I am or not, I love a parade. Oh my God. The <laughs> I love every beat I hear of a drum. Where's the sound effect, sound effect of a car screeching and crashing? Oh, God. This is, we're going to take you live to the Kansas City Parade. Don't be startled. It's just a sound effect. That rat-a-tat-tat. Come on, bright uniform. The sight of a drill will give me a... Uh, never mind. Never mind. Just, it, it, how, how long does it take to search for car screeching? Well... It, it, it pulled up, but it's not allowing me. The computer won't let me to play the files. It's illegal to play it. It's for, it Did belongs... John Ivy edit that out? No, this one, this file belongs to another radio station, so it locks me out. Well, what can... station owns the sound effect of car crashes that we can't use? Uh, the one that has Whoopi Goldberg doing the radio show. Well, Whoopi Goldberg hasn't worked no. here in what? 20 years. I know. Hold on, let's see if this one works. I think I have one. No, I don't know what it is. Well, wait, no, no, wait till he sings I Love a Parade. Hold on. Okay. Here we go, here we go. 
king of beat. I love every beat. I hear of a drum. I love a parade. I need screeches. When I hear a fan, I just want a fan to cheer as they come. All right, enough of this. <laughs> I love a parade. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. Finally. <laughs> Jesus. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. It's scary. You could tell when I'm not on my A game. I mean, we're together every morning. So if you have a cold, do what we do. Take Mucinex Night Shift before bed. It helps relieve cold and flu symptoms to help you get to sleep. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran. The Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, Garrett, what's yes. your phone tap about? So... Danielle wants to play a phone tap on her roommate, Trisha. Now, uh, both roommates, they're on a health kick. So they say, decided, hey, let's get a treadmill for the apartment. So uh, Trisha ordered the treadmill, and Danielle said, you know what? Now's the perfect time to play the phone tap. Let's mess with her about the treadmill being delivered. Okay. Here we go. Let's listen to Garrett's phone tap. Hello? Trish? What's up? Your treadmill came. Okay, good. But the only problem is he won't bring it upstairs. He's telling me that that's not part of the deal, um, so he's leaving it outside on the curb. Okay, but he's supposed to bring it in. All right, so what am I doing? Am I bringing it back in the truck or what? I mean, I can't... Is that the guy? Can you put him on the phone, sir? Yeah. She wants to speak to you. Hello? Hello? Yeah, who's this? Hi, my name is Trisha. I'm the one who ordered the treadmill. Trisha, yeah, well, congratulations on your treadmill. Um, I have a contract stating that you guys are supposed to deliver it into my home, not on the curb. Listen, I drop it off. That's my job. I'm the drop-off guy. No, you don't drop anything off. You're supposed to take it inside of my home. What part of that don't you understand? The problem is I have nothing saying that I'm going to go deliver this thing uh, and then lug it up some stairs and then take it out of the box for you. Let's be honest here. So uh, so let's do us all a no, favor. No, you're right. Let's be honest. I have a contract stating that's what you're supposed to do. Are you even by yourself? Are you working with someone? Well, that's the thing. I'm by myself. How the hell am I supposed to carry a box upstairs? So, I mean... Supposed to carry it upstairs. That's what we were supposed to have happen. There's so, two of you and one of me. Let's do the math here. That's so, not my problem. Your company was supposed to send someone else to take it upstairs with you. I have a written contract. What is the problem? Take my treadmill up to my house. I don't work well under the cussing policy, okay? So, if so. You wasn't acting like such a bitch. Maybe I wouldn't have to curse you out. Now, I need you to take my upstairs. I don't well, know what else I have to say to you. You know what? I think you might need this treadmill to work off all that anger you have in Maybe you right now. Maybe call your supervisor. How about that? Ma- you well, act like a straight right now. You talk to Miss Sassy over here, all right? I'll be right back. And let him talk to me. You need to tell him something, okay? Because if you paid your money and you said you had your contract. Give my money back and I want to get his ass fired. Can we set it up outside? Maybe that will do. Can we set it up outside? No, Yo, Tris, seriously, like, you need to do something. Take it out the box. You got a camera? Please get a camera. Tris, listen, the guy is leaving, so I'm just going to put it inside and we can carry it together. I don't lift boxes. You know I don't lift no boxes. I don't lift anything. I don't even like taking out the Trash. What about the lady that lives on the first floor? She can help me bring it upstairs. She's like the woman who's like the crib keeper. She's 70 years old. So you want to have her come upstairs with a box? So you want to have her break her back? Hey, Trisha, no. I can tell you what the problem is, actually. You got phone tapped. What? <laughs> Trisha, my name's Garrett from Elvis Duran in the morning show, and you got phone tapped by your friend Danielle. Trans, I'm sorry. I feel so oh. <laughs> Y'all, I'm crazy. <laughs> 
people in my office like, what the hell is wrong with her? The Elvis Duran phone tab. Have an idea for a phone tab? Go to ElvisDuran.com. Click on the phone tab tab. Tell us what you want to do. This phone tab was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tab only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. And live from the Froggy Studio in beautiful Jacksonville, Florida, Danielle. Yes. Your last report of the day. What do you have going on? All right. Well, it's all about the vajayjay-scented things, no. I think. God. <laughs> Why do people want to sell vajayjay-scented candles? I, I have no idea. no idea, but for some reason, it's like the new thing. So you know what I want to do? I want a candle-scented vajayjay. <laughs> you don't want a vajayjay in any form. Who right. are you kidding? I want, uh, when, I, when I open up, I want to smell like a Yankee candle store. Which, which flavor? I don't know. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So I'm we trying all to know visualize that... opening up. What does that look like? We all... Oh, my God. Daniel, you've got we to do your report. That... Hello. Okay. We all know that it started with Gwyneth Paltrow, right? She did it with her scent candle. Now, Erica Badu is putting out a perfume. She says that her vajayjay ha- is powerful. That, you know, it keeps the men coming back for more. Get wow. out of here. I don't know. I'm just telling you. <laughs> um, Matthew Perry is teasing some big news. He said... Uh, big news coming, so now everybody's like, oh, is it a Friends reunion? Are we getting a Friends reunion? So we'll see. Uh, the la- the llama was unmasked last night on The Masked Singer. It was not Elvis, but I'm not telling you who it was. And this is pretty cool. There are currently 10 Marvel shows in development for Disney+. Plus. I know we're all obsessed with Disney+, Plus, so we can't wait to see that. And if you didn't check out Vanessa Bryant's post from yesterday of Kobe and her daughter, you have to check them out. They're going to pull your heartstrings. Very sad. We still have 30 seconds. Why oh. you, uh, no, why Nate, Nate said wrap her up at 9.40.30. Uh, I did. Well, yeah, I, I didn't ex- well, that never works. So I told, <laughs> you, I told oh. you to do it early because she always goes long. So Froggy I did not. Froggy's oh, better really? than I am. Now we have, 30, really? we have like 13, sec- yeah. 13 seconds to do nothing. Uh, I did not expect that home. to work. All right. Well, All right. That, it backfired. Oh. All right. Thank you, Danielle. Jackass. I did what I was told. <laughs> Don't call him a jackass. You apologize, young lady. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay. Now we're late. Now we're late. Now we're late. Scary. Don't say that. Listen, let's take a break. Okay, okay. Everyone calm down. I'm waiting. Elvis Duran in the morning show. It's Nate, and as someone that takes multiple prescription medications on a daily basis, CVS makes it easy for me with multi-dose packs and prescription labels that are easy to read and follow so you know what to take and when for best results. Visit cvs.com slash pharmacy for details and treat yourself well at CVS.